This week on Face Off Hockey Show, a different look. Someone's in Mexico, so we can't talk to them. Uh, we'll discuss that. We'll talk about all the injuries, the women's world's going on, Frozen 4 coming to a crescendo, and Keith Kachuk roasting his own kid and his team. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. Click, click, I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face yeah, Off Hockey Show. Yeah. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And a breakaway. Face to And the P Boys, Johnny, Johnny and Mark. Mark. With a C. Yeah, baby. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Face Off Hockey Show. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. And if you're on the video side of things, you got a short intro because we don't have any music whatsoever. Johnny P is in Mexico. Uh, and uh, it's a good time had by all. I'm trying to get some people on the line, but we do have one important person, and that is uh, Mark with a C spawn, Hudson with an H. Hello. You need, you need to unmute him. Be possibly. I muted you so that you wouldn't talk over Scotty's intro. Thank you. It's the award award winning intro. Hudson, what's That's with production the, for you? <laughs> what's with the gloves, Hudson? Just to protect my hands from falling. All right. Yeah. Makes sense. Is that why you were wearing them all day? Yep. Not. It's not because you're a weirdo? Yeah. Well, I mean, six and one half is another. Well, you could have used those gloves up here. We had a blizzard the last two days. Uh, Ten inches of snow. Uh, now it's sunny outside. I don't understand the weather, Hudson. It is very Me wet too. out here. It's, it's, I it's don't even... don't you, you don't even take a weather class? But you guys got good weather down there. We're just today, right? You guys ran around outside for a little bit. It's spring yeah. break down here. Golly. Yeah. Wait, are you still in winter? Technically, yes, I would think. Because it's snowing. Big snow. Now it's all Okay, melting. well, I'm super hot today. Oh, well, yeah, but With I... these long sleeve shirt, gloves, sweatpants on. <laughs> What have you done for your spring break there, kid? Play with water guns. Yes, they've been doing that quite a bit. Oh, really? Yeah. How warm is it down walks, there? Right? Yep, and also we have a Shutterfly book coming. Oh, okay. Some pictures that Hudson took, and... And he, it's coming tomorrow. And he wrote a story, and it should be here tomorrow. Wow. Yep. You can show that off next week. Heck yeah. Published author. Right. Out of all of us, on Amazon or something for <laughs> you could buy me on bestseller best list. You could buy a robot of me on Amazon. I did not know that. Yeah. Wait, so you could like literally make robots and sell them? Oh yeah, no. There's a thing called Connects. Remember Connects, Mark? Those are great. Yeah, we have some. Oh, there Which you go. Connects? Perfect. You can make a robot. Make a robot to do your bidding. Oh, oh yeah, I know what the Connects are. They are the little rubber things that connect. Sure. It's not just a clever name. Wait, I think I know what they are. Are you gonna look for them now, or are we gonna keep doing the show? So what? So you got? Here's the question, Hudson of the hour. Easter's coming up this weekend. 
or rabbits coming through people's homes, leaving things, and running away. I are, know that. Are you is going it, to hunt it? eggs? Yes, I'm going to find eggs. Oh. But it's kind of like a mystery hunt. Okay, perfect. What do you think is going to be in those eggs? Let's send it. Candy, obviously, jelly beans. Ooh, jelly beans. Yeah, more eggs? Ooh, eggs on eggs. Would you? Maybe would money. you? Maybe be, a little bit of money. Would you be okay? Maybe she'll leave us a real egg. Maybe. There you go. Do you think eat you up? could have an omelet? Do you want an omelet in those eggs? Uh, yeah, maybe they, she'd leave a real egg with a surprise in the real egg. Like a like a baby. And no bird. surprises in the fake eggs. Maybe there'll be gold inside of the real egg. You think like a stork? <laughs> Like a stork's gonna drop like a don't, real egg. Don't try to think about it, Scotty. Just <laughs> I'm trying to just dissect it. I'm trying to humor the young lad. Dude, just sit in the chair. <laughs> it's okay. So you'll get it. You'll get it soon enough, Hudson. Don't worry. You're in your first year. It took us a while. We stood up I for a it's bit. My second year of doing this. I I remember stuff from last year when we had Easter. Oh, good. Perfect. And you get real eggs then? Yeah. Okay. Good. Wait, no, we didn't. We only have fake eggs. No, that's a shame. Eggs that open a gig and eggs that have jelly beans in them. Do you get bacon? I got bacon from the Easter lady or whatever that's called. Yeah, well, she's leaving eggs. Why wouldn't she leave bacon? She eats carrots, not bacon. Well, no, she. you, you provide the bunny the carrots, you get bacon in return. That seems like a good trade. I mean, I think that's a great trade, but... <laughs> See? I think chips and Doritos are a good trade. Okay, that's that's a good that's a good thing. What's your favorite Dorito? Do you like the original Dorito? Do you like the ranch Dorito? I like the red Dorito. Red Dorito, original. Cheese. Nacho cheese Doritos. Nacho cheese. It's, you know why? You know why that's you like that one? Because it's not your cheese. Somebody else's cheese. So you didn't have to make the cheese. It's not, it's not my cheese? Nope. Wait, hold up. Are the blue ones all cheese? Blue ones actually, uh, it's called, in, in England, it's called Cool American, which I found weird. Yeah. Well, wait. So, red Doritos? Is cheese. Oh, not all countries cheese. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. Absolutely. And then the blue one is ranch. You like ranch? So it's, so it's all countries cheese? All countries cheese. Wait, why do you say all, like, all? All. Our. Our, Hudson. Yeah. Our cheese. Our cheese. Not char cheese. Exactly. I thought you were going to be playing goalie in soccer That's with your gloves on. Ugh. I thought you were taking some shots earlier. Or typing. Using them for typing. Well, that's wonderful. Do you, you guys get a basket? You're going to get baskets for Easter? It's going to be great. Yep. The old Easter tree hanging up as a tradition. Yep. Easter tree, for sure. We're going to light the seven Easter candles. Exactly. <laughs> to depict the, the, the plight of the Easter bunny. It was a great time for everybody. <laughs> uh, then you got spring break, and you're doing a great time. You went to Puerto Vallarta in the weekend. It was a fantastic yep. time. It's good times. Man. I wish oh, we... this is what you meant. Hmm. I got you. Ah, there it is. See that? That I thought you were gonna change my background. Your background. Up oh, there's that. The snow background is what I'm living with right now in life. So, 
There you go. There he you is. Had a room his, with new, a his new apartment. His three thousand dollar a month apartment in New York. Yeah. So there you go. Uh so Hudson, what do you got left of your uh your spring break? Obviously, I got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You're off Monday? I was going to say, yeah. you get Monday off, too. <gasps> <laughs> and then I go back Tuesday, the 11th. Uh, I go back Tuesday. Are you sure I can't drop you off on Monday? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Actually, no, you can't drop me off on Monday, because it's not even a spring break. It is. Do they ever work? Yes, you can work us. On Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And, and repeat that for the rest of your life, Mark. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Shit. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> ah, the workaday grind. Okay. Wait. What? It looks like your hair and your head are upside down. Why do you have hair on the bottom and not on the top? <laughs> it's called the. Uh, have you ever have you ever had a a woolly willy? The little game where you pick the magnetic pieces and you take it from the hair and you move it down there. Uh, my, I just have male, male pattern baldness. Okay. Look at your father, and then I have yeah. the same thing as him, but I'd let myself go. <laughs> I'm well on my way. You got, you got to, man. Just well, why am I nowhere? Embrace, okay. embrace it, my friend. Why am I nowhere? You're are nowhere. You You've disappeared. Oh, there you are. You're a ghost. The wrong season. You're not supposed to be here till October. It's not March or April. I forgot what month it is. It was April. Come on. You just said it was not March or April. Well, it's, well, yeah, but you're a ghost. Ghosts come in October. Yeah. You disappear. Well, they come on October 31st. That's and true. It's not October. Nope, exactly. So that's why I don't know why that's you're That's your favorite month, Hudson. What is your favorite Obviously, because it has my birthday in it. Oh, okay. That'll do it. My favorite yeah. month is this month because my birthday's in it too. So hooray. 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 Ah! I was just missing for a second. It's the day before tax day. So I always know when I get my taxes done. My birthday's around that time. You'll know about that. Your birthday's on April 17th. No, 16th. Day before tax day. He, he somehow knows where, what, what all the holidays are. That's good. Tax day's the 18th. I got tax day as the seventeenth on my calendar. My calendar is dumb then. Yeah, your calendar is probably twenty twenty two, not twenty twenty three. No, it's twenty twenty three, but I think it's there's a koala on it, so I think it's Australian. So I have an Australian cal calendar. But huh. no, I I think it's cursed. That could be it too. Uh, well, I mean, you're disappearing out of frame. Everything's Wait. cursed today. You turn around, so you disappear. I'm cursed, and your calendar is cursed. Exactly, my friend. Hold up, but you should probably check January and February to see if I cursed it. Mine goes right to 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 2017. I flip back, and it's just 2017. Wait, your calendar is 20s. I flipped to April, or I flipped to March, and it didn't go to March 2023. It went Wait, to I October. I want you to show your camera to everyone else. My camera is to everyone else. No, I'd be like. Forward. Translation? I don't know. Cool. He wants you to turn the camera around so that it can see the you can see the calendar. Oh. Or bring the calendar to the camera. Maybe I don't. You know, know what's weird? This camera doesn't have like a tilt. This logic. With. Very strange. I know. Usually all of them 
So. We got the April 2023. Huh? That appears to be correct. And I got tax day the 17th. Right next Boom. to my birthday, the 16th. And there's a koala. That sounds like Hudson was wrong. Damn, Hudson. Good Can thing. Can we check February and January? Okay, what and am March? I checking on that? What are we checking them for? To see if they're clear. The 2023. Yeah, another not koala. Close. Yeah. And we, got, we got 2023. And another koala. Okay. It's a lot of koalas. Okay, it's close. It's definitely not close. All right. But I was wrong, I guess. It's a good thing you're not an accountant because a lot of people go to jail there. <laughs> There's the dog. <sighs> Wonderful. Back. I'm back in the. Of what? Oh, Hudson, why don't you go ask her? But that means the show would be done. Okay, then I guess you're just going to have to wait and figure out later. <laughs> uh, was it dinner time for the, for the dog? Uh, oh. She already ate. She's just being a dog. Gassy. A dog. Barking at everything in the neighborhood. Yeah, she's... Protecting the house, right, Hudson? Well, it's kind of like yeah. my my idiot cat right now. You idiot cat. Yeah. Why did you even say that word? There's the cat. <laughs> Live on camera. Is that funny, Hudson? Yeah, you that said. Scotty has a cat. No, you said. No, he said idiot cat. Well, he is. He's meowing over everything. He doesn't know what English is. <laughs> Always wants pets. So you don't fall out of the chair, please. He doesn't even know what English is. No, he there. speaks. Uh, he speaks cat catatonic. Wait, he speaks. I thought you were gonna say Cantonese. Cantonese. <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been good if I was funnier. No, I thought you already said capis. Capiche? Capiche. No, cat peas. Oh. Yeah, they do. If like they drink enough water. Cat peas. No, we get it. We get it. We got, we got it. <laughs> do, do you want me to keep living in this home, or do you want do you, do you want me to go to a new home? I don't know, man. Interest rates are pretty high, and that's a high high dollar city. That's up to you, man. If you want to. Yeah, we're gonna stay here so much. For 37 years? <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. going to be here for 37 years. Wait, no, a decade. Until you're older than daddy is now. Yeah. What? Uh, that would make Hello. sense. Hello. Hi, buddy. Um, Wait. All right, well, why don't you ask Scotty how his week was? Why? How was your week? Oh, it was tremendous, my friend. It was a good time. I uh, did nothing all week and prepared for the blizzard. And that was about what? it. You prepared for the blizzard. The blizzard of blizzard. Why is my microphone just like a? It's a lamp now. Wait, why is my microphone a semicircle? Wait, I don't even have a microphone. My God. How am I speaking to you? (laughs) I know, right? Wait, I can still see the back of my headset. So how is that possible? That is weird. Where's your other arm? Oh. It's not even there! Oh my gosh. It's Dave Trevecki. Oh. Very few people would get that. Magic. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just hung out and it was warm and I just went out and did Bro! things. It was great. Bro! Did, you, did we talk about the book fair last week? <gasps> it was the. Hey. There you go! What's your book fair? How'd you get it? How many books did you get? Uh, I like 50,000. Dang! 
Okay, it's close enough. What'd you get? A Bugus, Roblox. Among Us. Okay. A lot of them. Nice. You got, like, the unofficial guide to playing Among Us, even though everything about it. Because it's 2022. It's 2023. And he got a Roblox chapter book. Oh, nice. And I finished it already. It had 126 pages. Heck yeah, man. Good work. I don't want it to be finished. Well, is it a part of a series? It's part of a series. Like the word of the fun can never end. Or yeah, you could use the money. Reading the Hardy Boys too. Oh yeah. Was it when they jump off the ladder? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jump through the ladder and through the tables. Great. Different Hardy Boys. What? Is this the one? Is it's this? Is this the one where they started franchises and had really tall burgers? Yeah, there's that one too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not that one. Go. Why did you see my behind me? <laughs> Bro, go get me my mask. Oh, it's this one. Oh, it's no, this it's, one. It's uh, 921, which means we're done with the show. Bye. Okay, see you later, buddy. See me later? I'll see you later. See you at, I'll see you at Wednesday. All right, see you next Wednesday. That's later. Hey, Jen, perfect timing. <laughs> hi, Jen. Bye. Hi. Bye, Say Hudson. Hi, Jen. Say, hi. Jen, is your camera on? Hi. <laughs> Hang on. Hold on. Um, Holy jeez. All right, see you next well, Wednesday. <laughs> all right, I'll see you next Wednesday, Hudson. See you next Wednesday. Hey. There we go. Hey, Jen. <laughs> Hey. It's a child. You're you're replacing the child, so it, he set a high bar for you. I I bet. Okay. Bye, Hudson. We'll see you next Bye. week, buddy. Bye. See you next Wednesday. Happy Easter, buddy. Yay, back. I was sending I was sending the one to your other Skype address. Oh, okay. So, hi, Jen. Welcome. We're on the show. Skype, hey. is, Skype is telling me to let everyone know they're being recorded. <laughs> so there's that. How are you? I am getting over a lovely, lovely migraine. I was going to say, we're, we're, I'd have Dingus say hello. He already made an appearance today. But he's <laughs> off eating, so welcome. Um, how, was, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> It's boring. I just sit and catalog books, and then I come home and I sit and read books. It's all about the books. You do. Well, you missed. You missed the book fair talk we had with Young Hudson. Oh, uh, was great, thrilling. Probably the best part of the episode so far. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anywho, um, you're here because Johnny's not. Um, and you agreed this after we talked last night. You agreed to come on. So, haha, jokes on you. But yeah, we're gonna talk things and stuff. Now you you mentioned to me or you mentioned online you've only been to what two two games this entire season? Yep. Yeah. It's not have you been paying attention to much of the hockeys? No, um usually by the time I remember that hockey is on, it's it's mostly over. And you've gone you've gone on record saying that the modern hockey is not what uh what is your big business being the NHL history girl and such. Yeah, yeah. This season isn't really 
my business until it's last season. <laughs> until until September, <laughs> when the new league season starts. Yeah, the only things I really need to pay attention to are, you know, who got their 600th goal and who played their 1,000th game and... All that junk? Yeah. Okay. Well, well I mean, it is what it is. But we're going to talk some modern hockey and maybe some post, post-hockey. post We'll figure that whole thing out. We're going to talk injuries right now. And this is the time where the injury music would play, but we don't have it. So we're just going to loop right through it. Uh, it's a no audio Wednesday on this. Um, big, by the way, Big Audio Dynamite song's been playing a lot um, on the uh, on the lithium. Um, the crush situation mm-hmm. nowhere. Yeah, that's that's a song. Anyway, Matt Murray, you know him. He's a, a goalie of ill repute. A head injury. He's day to day, but aren't we all? Uh, so they had an emergency call up, uh, Justin Holt, I think it was, for their uh, for their goaltending. So there's that. William Eklund of the Sharks had shoulder surgery. He's going to be ready by next season. Had that labrum surgery, so he is done. He actually injured it in a uh, AHL game when he was in a conditioning stint, I do believe. So that wasn't great. That was not great. Um, Philip Horonic, who was acquired by the Canucks at the deadline, he shut down for the season with a shoulder injury as well. This one a little bit more tragic. Mason Shaw down with another ACL injury, his fourth in his career. He's only 24 years old. You got to wonder when he's going to hang it up here because there's only so many times they can repair it. There's only so much rehab you can do. Mm-hmm. There's only so much conditioning can help. And eventually at some point you would like to be able to walk in your lifetime. Sure. Well, I don't know with the way robotics are going. I, you know, who who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> but yeah, he's uh 24 years old from Lloyd Minster, uh 97th overall pick in 2017 for the Minnesota Wild. So, yeah, he uh surgery, especially that young. I mean, to have four tears and your big career starts you know, when you played in the dub WHL, it's not great. He's played one full season in his entire career, so. Pretty pretty rough for that. Uh, Sean Monahan uh, had groin surgery. He is done for the season. And Alex uh, Belzile, uh fractured re- leg. He's done for the season. I saw that. It was a tibial fracture. Yeah. Which, interesting. Interesting. It's, it's, it's easy fracture to fix, at least. Yeah. So, got that going for him. But, That's true. In any case, it's done. It's, the Canadians were done for the season anyway. Let's be honest. <laughs> there was not it's a not like time. they're competitive. No, it was not a great time for anybody involved in that instance. Um, so now we go to a Patreon. We have a Patreon. Did you know about this, Jen? I did. Are you subscribed to the Patreon? I am not. Thanks for the support. I really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> it's a good time. Listen, though. Uh, but for real, real, not for play, play. Uh, it's a it's a Patreon. It gives, it funds us money. It gives us some things. It gives us some stuff. It allows us to do some other stuff, and it's a great time had by all. Um. Oh boy, I can't wait till Mark gets back on. We got some breaking news. Um, that he's gonna love. Uh, the uh, Patreon. If you give five dollars, you get to pick a poll, and then we give you free stuff when we convert our all our files. And when I finally get this video done, for Christ's sake, it's taking me forever. 
um, just because I need to use a new program because every cut that I make in this old program is a piece of crap because everything doesn't f- flow the way I want it to. Nothing transitions. Anyway, uh, you can be like Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean. They contributed. So can you. Patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. The money. That money goes back into uh, into our uh, our show. Doing what? Obviously not production, because we are sans production tonight. But might do production. I don't know. Uh, Jen, you're you're a big historian. Uh, mm-hmm. When has there been a time where a father has ripped his son's new team uh, and really just just hammered down on them? When when in the history um, of the NHL has that happened? Um, probably Bobby Hull. That sounds right. So not not since Bobby Hall has something like this happened. When Keith Kachuk said um, the Panthers are a soft team and they're getting everything they deserve right now. Um, obviously, uh, his son Matthew is part of that team. And I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't know about a, a family member airing dirty laundry. Doesn't <laughs> seem smart to me. How about, what say I you? Mean- is it any worse than the Sutters trading um, the 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 Sutters with the trade with the son and the the cousin and the like that made for? I don't know. I don't think I know this one. Oh um, yeah, a couple of years ago, um, one of the Sutters traded his own oh, son. Oh right, yeah, no, I remember now. It was it was uh oh, it was the guy. It was the Sutter that's in in Calgary now. Not Brian, not Brent. God, who's the Sutter? Who's the Sutter in Calgary still? Daryl. Daryl. Yes, thank you, Daryl. We got there eventually. Daryl Sutter traded his own kid. You know. Yeah. Got to make money moves though. <laughs> so talking to uh, T- TSN ten fifty last week, uh, Keith Kachuk said, "I'm a little disappointed in the Panthers. They're a soft team, getting everything they deserve." Matthew is pretty devastated right now where they're at, but they're still hanging on. They still have a chance. It's up to them to get their butts going and start playing like a team uh, that should have been a lot better than what they're showing right now. So and he said, I know I sound like a frustrated person, but every time I come and watch Ottawa, they might not be the most talented team, but they're going to play hard. Maybe Florida could take a page out of their book. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Calling your your son's team, their new, his new team soft, that's that's not great. You can be beat up in the locker room. <laughs> but I guess the question. Go ahead. I don't think anybody's going to beat up a Kachuk in, in the locker room. Ah, maybe a rib eating comp. Not even a rib eating competition. They would dominate that. <laughs> look at their dad for Pete's sake. But yeah, you look at it. Uh, Kachuk, nine and a half years for the next God knows how many, till 2029, till 2030. So another seven, eight years on that. Uh, seven years on that, actually. But yeah, I don't know. This seems uncouth. Like you said, like this very ha- doesn't happen a lot. It seems weird. No, no, and luckily it there aren't enough. There aren't a lot of NHL parents with kids in the league right now. There's what? Um, I think Louis Anderson's kid retired. Nah. Um, my kid never played hockey. Nah. Or, um, uh, was it DeBrusque? Yeah, DeBrusque. Um, DeBrusque, yeah. Um, you got the um, 
You got Domi. Got the Kneelanders. The Kneelanders. Uh, Kapanen. Oh, yeah, Kapanen. Um... Yeah, there's, there's there's not too many, but... and but but Keith's a very outspoken guy, always has been. Yeah, well, he's from Massachusetts. <laughs> not a shock. <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, uh, he's he's never been shy about hiding his opinions. So no, absolutely not. But it just seems weird coming from a dad. That seems like something you let you, in minor hockey, where the dad complains about some other parents about the team. <laughs> like it seems like a very like Bantam Bantam hockey. Uh, revelation he's just going through right now. Yeah. Kind of weird. Funny, but weird. Makes for good fodder. But he's right. I mean, the the Panthers aren't shit this year, man. This is a team that was supposed to be real good, and now they had Alex Leon get called up on an emergency situation trying to win a team a game. I don't know. It's weird. This this year's been a little bit wonky in terms of who's supposed to be good, isn't supposed to be, isn't good. And, uh, I like that the Tampa Bay Lightning are playing rope dope before they ultimately eliminate the, the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs. <laughs> so, well, we all know that's coming. Uh, God willing. Uh, although I almost, I almost think that uh, I almost think it's it's better that they finally get it over with, and then when they lose in the second round, that becomes their new thing. They they can be like, ah, oh, we won in the first round, though. It's a good time, <laughs> man. But uh, you know. The Panthers are what they are. They are who they say they were, and now we're closing into all the teams trying to uh, get get a piece. Panthers currently sitting uh, tied for first, uh, actually in the first wild card spot by uh, virtue of regular uh, wins, uh, and they are even up with the Islanders. Penguins out with uh, five points out. Buffalo, Ottawa, still somewhat in it, but very long shot for both. So. Now we now those teams look to Bedard watch. And it's funny, last week we were talking about how not a lot of Western Conference teams have clinched, and now they're all clinching, as there are <laughs> only nine days left in the NHL season. Um, where has it gone? Who's to say? But if the Panthers don't make the playoffs and don't get you know fed to Carolina, uh, it could be a little bit of retooling there in Florida. Not much, but a little bit. So I, I think they made a mistake with the coaching change. Yeah, I think Brunette could have should have stayed there. It yeah. Been a little bit made a lot lot better sense in that instance, but who do I know? I'm not uh what's his nut? I don't even know who the hell their uh, their GM is. Who is their GM? I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Um Paul Maurice is the coach and we saw how well he did in Winnipeg, so Yeah, yeah obviously you got to jump to that. Uh oh, Bill Zito. Well, that explains it. Bill Zito <laughs> is your uh, your general manager there. But oh well, yeah. Changing it to Paul Maurice and, and Jets Jets fans when that happened were just laughing and feeling sorry for the Panthers just for the sheer fact that yeah, it's 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 Paul Maurice. He can he can only do so much before he blames everybody else. Oh, yep. I mean, he used to be uh, him and uh, Mark Crawford were the two wonderkins in the early '90s. And That's true. Uh, Maurice was the second youngest coach in NHL history. And he was like 28, wasn't he? Yep. So, yeah, there he goes. No. Bill Merman was making jokes about him um, having to skip the rest of the game to because it was a school night. <laughs> oh, those old whites! 
Pop dog. There we go. Back at it. Sans kid. No child. Sans child. Talk about the Panthers <clears throat> and the uh, coaching change being a, a mess and Keith Kuchuk ripping the Florida Panthers, even though the son plays there. Yeah, well, <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, what can you do? Get good. So, I mean, <laughs> are they going to bring Burnett back? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So, like what that that clearly was the wrong decision, considering they went from President's Trophy to wherever the hell they're at now. Uh, fighting for a wild card spot, <laughs> hope hoping that they can hold off the Penguins and the Islanders in the last four games of the season. So, wild times. I just like the Keith Kachuk's just like, yeah, no, they're soft. You can hear Matthew Kachuk going, Dad, they're my friends. <laughs> Dad, you're gonna make me look bad in front of the other guys. Back in my day, exactly. Back in my day, we ate ribs and said "fuck training camp." <laughs> <laughs> then I got sent on a ten-day conditioning stint. It was the wildest thing ever. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. All right, so there's that. Good job for Keith Kachuk calling out his son's team and not making it all awkward for him in the dressing room. Shout out. Uh, hey, the women's world's going on. Women's World Championships going on in Brampton, the gateway to Ontario. Um, I don't know if that's the name of the thing. Yeah, from the gateway from where to where? I don't know. Probably Kitchener to Waterloo. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. Whatever other <laughs> shit suburbs there are in the GTA. Uh, U.S. wins their first game. Japan scored first in the first period. And then uh, U.S. laid on seven for a big 7-1 victory. Canada playing uh, Switzerland right now. They're up two nothing, and Finland made France surrender fourteen to one. The final in that one. Finland coming back to be a powerhouse once again. Uh, everybody, get ready for that. It's going to be a great time for everybody. Uh, so that's going on. They also opened up the uh, the women's uh, hockey hall of fame wing, I do believe, or, or exhibit. Yep. So any any idea what the hell that's all about, Jen? Um, it's just, uh, an exhibit for like women in, um, in hockey history, like pioneers in hockey history. So I think like Abby Hoffman's in there, um, the 1990 world championships in there, um, that sort of thing. Nice. Yeah. By the way, the, uh, you can rent the full, the full facility of the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, six thousand bucks now. Six thousand wow. dollars. That's it. Yeah. So that's that seems like a good event. Now, do people rent out the Hockey Hall of Fame for weddings and stuff? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. They do. They have a whole thing that says photo engagement package that you can get if you want to get engaged. It's a PDF file. Let's look it up right now. You can do it in front I, there. You can have a picture with the cup. It's great. Yeah, that's what Scott and I are gonna do. Never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Four hundred dollars. For the rental rate, two hours of private access to the Hockey Hall of Fame during non-public hours, morning and evening time slots available. Free admission for the engaged couple and the photographer. Thank God they did that. <laughs> uh, and one Hockey Hall of Fame event supervisor. Uh, pretty cool. Then it says, oh, optional, you can hire a professional photographer upon request. Starts at 450 plus HST. So there we go. 
We can you can get you can get your thing. You can get in there. You can have a good time for four hundred bucks. Have your engagement photos. Did you do engagement photos, Mark? I can't even remember. We did. We did them in D.C. Okay. Um, and we did it at, like the Air and Space Museum, just kind of walking around sure. the Smithsonian area. They were good. It's good. I good never. Times, I guess. Never, never easier, easier back then. I was gonna say never, never a thing for me. I never, never felt the need. Or actually, yeah, I, I mean, will, it is sort of a waste. So I, I will, I will say this: not necessarily felt the need. I don't want to minimize those who did it. Um, but I just, I was at the uh, the ring counter at the mall and said, "Hey, let's do this." That's not a good photo op. That's not a good photo <laughs> op when you get say, "Hey." Here's a ring. We're getting married. Very uh, something or else. So, photo- photographer probably in the food court getting some Annie Ann's. Don't blame him. So there we go. That's your story, kids. Um, and yeah, Jen and I are gonna do that. Never. We'll just say, we'll just we'll just go in there and then do like a renegade one where we just bring Johnny along. We'll pay for his admission, and he just takes photos of us and mock engagements, and then it's cheaper. Hey, Cheaper and fuck you guys. We can edit you out later. Uh, <laughs> well, with with the Google Photos thing now, you you could just circle them yeah. and they disappear. Hell yeah! On Google Photos, you just and, <laughs> and Elon and Musk is trying to do that in real life. So yeah. I mean, got that going for you. Uh, what else? Oh, Boston won their 60th game. How about that? First team since 90, 98, I think, to win sixty games. Um. So we got that going for us. We'll talk about that a little later. Carson Briere was dismissed from Mercyhurst. Uh, I'm sorry. What? Can you say that sentence again? Okay. Carson Briere was dismissed by Mercyhurst. <laughs> that, that sounds completely made up. Uh, well, this is the kid. This is uh, Carson Briere, of course, the son of Daniel Briere, the kid who drunkenly threw a wheelchair down the steps at a bar in uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. Who hasn't? <laughs> exactly. So uh problem is he has some kind of uh some kind of clout in Mercyhurst I guess uh and then he was cuz he's a big wig on the shitty hockey team and uh yeah they caught him he got expelled from the team second time he's been expelled from a college team the first one being Arizona State and if you get thrown out of Arizona State for being a partier that means you have a problem cuz <laughs> Arizona State is a fucking party school that's a that's a pretty high bar to set <laughs> and they're like hey brother maybe you should slow down um, this is the kind of shit the assistant program is for that Daniel Briere now as interim GM should fucking use to his full advantage. Like, hey, can you get my kid help? He's fucking just out there. He's in Erie, Pennsylvania, trying to make a living. So we'll see if third time's a charm for uh, Carson Briere. I uh, doubt it. Really doubt it. Hey, Marty Walsh! Uh, trying to identify the player priorities as the new NHLPA head. Uh, one of them include no more money to escrow and international tournaments. Uh, but the interesting part is Marty Walsh, he, listen, Marty Walsh wants to wants to get, get to know you as a person if you're an NHL hockey player. He's like, I he, he, the NHLPA deserves a leader that, you know, they, they know who they are and knows their families. Marty Walsh wants to know your family. As somebody of not of the NHLPA, looking from the outside, that seems weird. Yeah, that seems Absolutely. a little bit odd. I don't care how you think little Carla's doing. 
in school or ballet, fucking, I don't want to pay escrow anymore, Marty. I don't give a shit about that other stuff. I'm on the road most of the time. Make that happen. Not going to invite you over for dinner, you former mayor of Boston. So you figure it out. So uh, he had his introductory news conference last Thursday, including stuff from finances to relationship with player participation in Pride Nights and international competitions. Because that whole Pride thing has gone fucking south in a big way. Uh, I mean, you'd think that there would be... Uh, I mean, I, I get if if politically or whatever, religiously, somebody has some sort of dumb issue with it. But you'd think in this environment, you could at least get support for the for the event. Yes, <laughs> you would be able to, you know, do the thing. Here, here's another thing, and I said this immediately when Provorov did it. If you don't want to participate, cool. We're gonna we're gonna scratch you. Say it's lower body injury. Your day to day, you're fine. You tweak something coming in. You slipped on a piece of ice uh, on your way to the your car, and then there we go. The hubbubaloo is gone. Voila. Yeah, as long as they keep their mouth shut and don't don't do an interview about exactly. Just say you fucking <laughs> tweaked your groin. You're trying with the yeah. trainers. It's fucking easy. Yeah. Christ. But no, they're like, no, I'm making uh, it. I, you know what? I'm, I don't think it's my, it's against my religion. It's against Christianity. But don't ask me why I'm playing Sunday, though. Fuck you. That's that. <laughs> Jesus said that's okay. Yeah. The, We're the, taking back Sunday. It's the exactly. Yeah, make damn sure I'm playing Sunday is what he said. Um, and then he said it's, it was on the other tablet that Mel Brooks broke during that movie, and no one got the reference because they're all bloggers and haven't seen it yet. <laughs> So. Oh man, when when does the second one come out? The second know. one comes out soon, right? Isn't it isn't it already out? It's a Hulu it's a Hulu TV show. Did it already come out? I think it did. <clears throat> History of the World Part Two? Yeah. I think it already because I did see a lot of uh a lot there were of There were a ton of Twitter ads for uh, it. Yeah, first episode was March sixth, man. We were a month behind. Oh man. I gotta go gotta go check it out. Gotta That's go awesome. With Mel Brooks and Wanda Sykes and Nick Kroll. It's got seventy-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Pretty much everyone is in this. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's a Mel Brooks thing. It's probably the last thing he does before he dies. So, I, I you are probably correct. I mean, he's what ninety-six. Ninety-six. Hey, big winner! All right, so there you go. He seems to be all still there, which is good. Well, of course. I mean, well, I don't know. It's hard to tell with his kind of comedy. <laughs> He could be all there. He could just be completely off unhinged, but we won't know. True. Uh, Hobie Baker finalists were named. Big uh, big deal. That will be named on Thursday as uh, the Frozen Four gets started tomorrow as we record this. Um, who are the Frozen Four, you ask? Great question. Uh, Adam Fantilli, Matthew Nyes, and Logan Cooley. Logan Cooley and Nyes play for the University of Minnesota. Adam Fantilli is the uh, is the lone guy from Michigan. So it's a great time. Great time for that. Um, they did an article about the last time the last time an NCAA player has gotten 100 points in a season. Jen, you might know this. Mark, I don't know. You might not. I'll take either the player or the year. Uh, the year... I would say is 2006. All right, 2006. Jen, player or year? 
I don't know. My urge to say Paul Korea is is just right there, and I know that's wrong. No, nope, so. you're correct. Paul Korea, 93. Or no, 91. Had 100 points, uh, won the Hobie, and uh, won the national championship, too. It's a lot of years. It's a lot of years. 30 years. Good times. That. Good times, everybody. <laughs> um, so there you go. That'll be announced on Thursday before the... Uh, the uh, Frozen Four games go underway. Mark, I'm glad you're here for this one. Me too. Have breaking news less than an hour ago. The Arizona Coyotes and the firm, uh, the franchise hired to develop a new arena project near Sky Harbor, have filed a $2.3 billion notice of claim against the city of Phoenix for an alleged breach of contract. Yes. Oh, God. The claim, here we go again. Uh, Let's the, go. <laughs> it's filed along with uh, the claim which is a precursor to a lawsuit, was filed along with Bluebird Development seeking damages from the city of Phoenix for illegal filing by the city on March 27th. Phoenix asked its legal filing to, to rescind Tempe's recent zoning and land use changes along with prohibiting future residents cons residential considerations in an area the FAA says it's incompatible with residential development. This is, of course, the plane being 100 yards from a runway or some shit like that. So $2.3 billion in damages is the uh, equal to the entitlement value of the Tempe Entertainment District. And, of course, all this goes to referendum in May. <laughs> so it's a good time. Phoenix CEO uh, Xavier Hernandez says Phoenix, Phoenix, City's Hall, Phoenix City Hall's bad behavior seems intended to preserve its downtown sports venue monopoly and has nothing to do with safety or soundness of the airport. Uh, while Phoenix bureaucrats have allowed developers to build a basketball arena, a ballpark, and apartments in flight paths when Tempe's attempts to do the same in manufactured crisis arrives. So, here we are. The story that keeps on giving, the thing that gives Mark life um, when he has to deal with spring break with his kids. Uh, this man, is, this is so good. This is the I, 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 Even if we were considering not doing the podcast the show anymore which we aren't no we're we're we'll we'll never go away no god no we have nothing we to would do have to stick around until this team either leaves or they get some sort of long-term facility <laughs> because we have to see this through we have to even if they get this long-term facility we might want to wait it out a couple years too <laughs> maybe just wait it out a couple years um this is the gift that keeps on giving it's been going on since at least 2008 um we're almost twenty, coming up on twenty, uh, fifteen years actually, fifteen years since Jerry Moyes got into some shit, trying to sell it to Jim Ball Silly. Um, so amazing. I wonder what Jim Ball Silly's up to. I hope he's, I hope he's doing great. I hope he's doing great. Um, and yeah, now we wait. Mark, how do you feel about the Cavs being eliminated from the playoffs? Indifferent. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Like I said, I just, I, I wish Ovechkin could have gotten to fifty. Goals uh, does not look like that's going to be possible, um, but still, you know, it's going to be. He got to forty again. Yep, yep. Got that record. I mean, for a guy so who's what thirty, going to be thirty-eight. So that's pretty good for an old guy yeah. like that. Yeah, so. and it's it's definitely the, the the Gretzky record is definitely within reach. It's in play, as the kids like to say. It's in play. But I, I still, and I say this every week, I still would like the Caps to build around the fact that Ovechkin is going to need help. Mm -hmm. He's going to need people to get him to puck. Mm -hmm. Darcy Kemper is not that guy. Get him out of here. 
<laughs> I don't think Darcy Kemper's the guy to keep the puck out of the net either. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's not that's... been great. When and this is I'm going to open this up to Jen too. Okay. When is the last time that somebody uh, that that a team went and got the best goalie available on the free agent market in a given year and it actually worked out? I I, I can't think of a a time when that actually worked out in recent memory. Mm-hmm. Every time that they can we you know, include ex- do we include expansion drafts or is it free agency only? I, I was saying free agency. Okay. Right? That yeah. so-and-so is the best goaltender on the market. Like M.A. Fleury, right? Last year, after he won the Vezina or whatever, he was the best free agent goalie on the market. He went to the Blackhawks, and then have we heard from I haven't heard from him all year. Oh, yeah, no, Minnesota he's doing. He's actually doing pretty good in Minnesota. Okay. Um, but he goes to a place like Minnesota where, you know, not a lot of – doesn't get a lot of national coverage. Um. But other than that, I mean, you got to figure a lot of goalies don't make it to open market either. No, um, most of them don't, and the ones that do aren't aren't worth it. Right, right. So because the Caps the... overpaid for someone that they probably didn't need to overpay for. Oh yeah, yeah. In a in a in a position that who cares if you have the best guy or you know the, the best. It's like the best guy can can definitely create an edge for your team but like if you don't have one of the best five goalies in the league then don't bother just honestly the oilers are showing us that just stream (laughs) as the kids in fantasy sports say (laughs) yeah the oilers are showing you don't need to have a great goaltender you can win games six to five Uh, problem is uh, have you seen the capital stat lines uh this year not great uh, no, Ovechkin's got 42 goals. Second place is 19. I think it's TJ Oshie. Yeah. I mean, every year prior to this year, they had at least like five or six 20-goal scorers. Christ. At this point, see if you can't get rid of Kuznetsov because he ain't doing jack shit. I mean, yeah. the problem is you're not going to be able to. You got you got two more years of that contract at 7-8 and, and a modifier, modifier with a no movement, 10-team no trade list, so... Teams that have the space to do it aren't going to do it, and they're not going well, to. Well, I don't think anymore. Kuznetsov cares about being in the NHL anymore, anyway. No, nah, I think he's over it. If he, uh, if he were to be dealt or were to not have a, ca- a a contract with the Caps, or let's face it, if Ovechkin decided after he won the record to leave, that Kuznetsov's going with him. Oh, yeah, he's definitely. not sticking around by yeah. himself over here. God no, Orlov's gone. All of his, all of his buddies are gone. gone. Yeah, so <clears throat> he's gone. He gone. He gone. All right, Mark. You say that Ovechkin doesn't have the chance to uh, get the uh, fifty goals this year. Got five games still left. Uh, Canadians possibly he does good at Bell Center. Could pot three there. Put him at forty-five. Got Florida. They're on a down downward spiral. Could get a one or two there. Islanders might get a goal there. Boston, they're going to sit all their guys. They're beating everybody in, in their mothers. Uh, could get a goal there. Then the Devils at the end of the year, that they're going to rest their guys because they're going to the playoffs for the first time since that. It's attainable. It's attainable. He's at, forty, like I said, 42 already. I think he can get eight goals in the last five games. But Especially if guys are particularly trying to feed him at this point. Exactly. They're, they're, <laughs> actually, they're actually, the guys on the other teams are actually uh, taking penalties. And he's like, you know what? I just want to sit down for a little bit, man. 
I remember like, a story. Like, bounced off my state. <laughs> yeah. I remember a story of, like, the, I can't remember, and Jen might actually know the history of this better than I do, but the pitcher that gave up the home run to Hank Aaron or whatever, like, he said one of, that was one of the best, I, I could be making this up, but I, I, seemed, I seem to remember him being like, this is what I'm going to be remembered for, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's like, right. could you, if, if, yeah. if he was at 49 goals, and I, f- I forget who the Caps play the last game of the season, Devils. like, would, would, if you were the goalie, would you just let one through? <laughs> if it's VTech, yes. He's like, my friend. <laughs> he, he mentored me so much. He took me out to so many steak dinners. We had Ruth Chris's all the time. I'm going to let him score like, this you know, Nobody's playing for anything, really, probably, at that point. No. The de- I mean, the Devils are... Devils are it's locked the in. the Devils. De- yeah, Devils are locked in. Devils are good. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Who cares? All, all the teams they play, except for the Panthers, their fate has been determined. So, well, the Islanders, too. The Islanders are kind of fighting with the Panthers. But still, you know Alex wants to get one against fucking Lane Lambert. Fuck. <laughs> Why not? Fuck you, Lane. Thanks for leaving, shit dick. Anyway, so I'm with you. Okay, it's it's. I'm it's back possible. to being on Team on Possible. Pod. All right, all right. Mark's possible. Team Team Kim Possible. Kim Possible. Love Team. Love Kim Possible. Great show. Great show. Back in the nineties, two thousands. Yeah, it must have been the early two thousands. Yeah. Love me some Christy Carlson Romano though. Now she's an advocate for uh, uh, child actor abuse, so that's that's actually really good that she stepped up to to deal with that. Because guess what, that shit's still going on in, in uh, Nickelodeon and Disney. Fucking new. Uh, Dan Schneider's a weird guy too. Everybody, if you haven't heard, yes, that. weird. Schneider, weird. Dan Schneider, Dan Schneider, or Schneider, Schneider. Both of them really fucking weird. <laughs> the uh, the the commander's owner and the guy who was on. Um, Head of the class. Head of the class. Remember Head of the Class, Lyle? The show, head of the class? The show Head of the Class. Wasn't that the wasn't that the one that had uh the guy who played Dr. Johnny Fever yes. was the was the initially was the the first teacher and then I think Billy Connolly took it over for a little while or yeah, something. Howard Hessman was on that show. He Howard was, Hessman. That was his yes. that was his vehicle, you're right, after WKRP. Yeah. Cincinnati. That had Dan uh, Dan Schneider in that one and not a great time. Not a great time for Dan no, Schneider. No. Not a great hey, time. Jen. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? That's all right. Had had Brian Robbins in that, too. Brian Robbins was, a, I guess, a heartthrob. Had uh, Leslie Vega, who is not uh, related to Lou Vega, I don't think. <laughs> so, there we go. And you're right, Billy Conley, season five. Yeah. Um. And then, that, then, then the show ended after season five. I'm not saying it's Billy Conley's fault, but it's probably Billy Conley's fault. Uh, anyway. Billy Conley was too good for head of the class. Well, hey, <laughs> a lot of people are too good for an ABC sitcom these days. <laughs> if, 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 if it wasn't back in the eighties, if it wasn't Full House or Family Matters, no one cared. Wasn't Mike Tyson's first wife in that series as well? Robin <laughs> Givens. <laughs> I was like, is, was she credited as Mike Tyson's first wife? Because if not, I don't know who it is. She was. Yes, she was. You are correct. I, I thought so. Yeah, I, I thought so. She yeah. was the head of the class. I loved her. She was really good. She was a knockout, just like me and Mike Tyson. <laughs> Bad, like early 90s Tyson, too. <laughs> no, yeah. 
Yeah. That, that was a that was a that was a Damon Wayans Mike Tyson. Uh, <laughs> and in living color, Mike Tyson. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and living colors come up a lot this week, and I find it really great. Honestly, we're talking about uh, uh, Jim Carrey doing the informer, oh. uh, the informer skit. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there was a there was a clip on today uh, of him in the living color doing a vanilla ice. Doing a oh. take. He's doing, fantastic. Doing a, yeah, that was fantastic. It really was. Uh, what's your favorite uh, in Living Color bit? Go. Oh, my God. Um, men on film. Men on film. I really enjoy it. Even though that was camped up to crazy. Oh, sure. No, <laughs> they it camped it up to crazy, but it was still – It was. St- I, honestly, I didn't see it as being, uh, like, you know, in a, in a way that was kind of, like, putting down gay, gay no. people. If anything, it was like they were kind of, embr- you know, kind of embracing it mm-hmm. in a way. It yeah. was just – they just made it really kind of – cool and funny you know yeah, it didn't seem though my favorite my favorite uh uh sketch comedian um was uh still scott thompson and kids in the hall oh, i used course. to love when he did the buddy cole sketch yes yeah it was fantastic the buddy, buddy cole softball sketch was probably my favorite one <laughs> we had the little the little outfit on the skirt yeah. and the see-through yeah. top yeah uh, oh sketch time. comedy yeah was 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 really good back around well, the, the well, back well, around well. the early 90s Late eighties, early nineties. Mark yeah. favorite in living color sketch. Go. I I would I gotta go with Fire Marshal Bill. I that's think. a good one. Mm, that's a, that's good, one a good one. That's a good one. Like that one. Homie Jen. the clown. Yeah, yeah. homie the clown. Yeah. Good. Jen favorite in living in living color sketch. Go. Homie the clown. Okay, homie the clown. There you go. Uh, mine yeah. was Cult of Personalities. I thought that was their best hit. Um. <laughs> oh wait, no, that that not that living color. Um, the uh, the Mo Money guys. Those guys uh, were great. Uh, it was like, was it Keenan Ivory Wayans and uh, Damon Wayans? Uh, you know, oh, mo yeah. money, mo money. The one thing <laughs> I remember is they the the Super Bowl halftime show. Fox had a Super Bowl uh, in Living Color Super Bowl halftime show, and they were selling off like the scoreboard at the place. It was pretty fun. It's a good times. <laughs> Miss it. Jennifer Lopez got her start there too. A lot of a lot of talent got their start yeah. there in Living Color. Tommy yeah. Davidson. Jamie Fox did too. Jamie Fox want yeah. want my. My mom loved Wanda. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> she would just howl every time she'd come on screen. Yeah. Ah, that's a good time. Ah, uh, you know what else is a good time, Lyle? What's a good time, Scotty? Uh, the Boston Bruins winning 60 games, at least for the Boston Bruins fans. Everyone else, it's insufferable. But when you look <laughs> at the historic portion of this, like, what, what is this team doing right? Because this seems like a team that should not be in a position that they're in right now considering the fact that a lot of their key guys are kind of old, older horses uh, in the stable. And their goaltending uh, doesn't necessarily seem to be the most spectacular jump off the page. And considering they had a coaching change over the summer, what the hell happened? What is this team? <laughs> what is this garnered this team like 15 more wins this year? The perfect storm. Well, I mean, a lot of different things uh, happened. I mean, uh, the coaching change for one, uh, bringing in Jim Montgomery. I mean, it's, you know, listen, they, they went as far as they could go with, with Bruce Cassidy mm-hmm. and, you know, I mean, Bruce Cassidy's record speaks for itself, but there really was kind of a feeling that this team needed, needed kind of a change behind the bench. And I mean, we all know coaches have a shelf life, so, uh, some longer than others, but still, and, uh, Cassidy had reached his and, and Montgomery just brought in a different, uh, different style and that the players really embraced. Um, you know, you've got, uh, a lot of different things. I said, David Posternock having just, you know, I, this was the year that David Posternock, as hard as it seems to, to believe for me to be saying this, but this was the year that he finally 
emerged as the superstar on that team in his own right. This is David Pasternak's team now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I mean, Patrice Bergeron's still the captain. You know, uh, you know, you have Marshawn still there. Those are still, of course, the leadership core that they all defer to. But man, Pasternak is the straw that stirs the drink. I mean, without his just, you know, toward scoring production this season, I don't think they get to 60 wins. They'd still be a very good team, no question. They would probably have 50 wins, but 10 of those wins they wouldn't have without Pasternak just lighting it up. So you have that. Um, you've got that really good goaltending dynamic between Olmark and Swayman. Uh, those two guys, they're... I mean, a lot of times, you know, having two goalies, sometimes they, you know, jockeying for, for playing time like that, it can it can lead to tension. These two guys literally have the bromance that we, we mm-hmm. see it every night when they, when this team wins. Uh, they support each other. They're out there for each other. Uh, so they're just playing terrific. Um, I think part of it, too, was, was convincing Bergeron to come back for one more season and Pasternak convincing Krejci to come back. Because the whole the whole push is is this year. Let's go win a Stanley Cup while we well while these guys still can. We got to win one more. It's almost like they had this feeling that they had unfinished business, mm-hmm. because you know they came so close in 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 um, in 2013 and lost in the final to Chicago. Chicago. Uh, they came close again, even closer uh, in 2019 against the Blues and came up short. And it was just kind of a sense that this team had unfinished business, that they really honestly felt they still had the horses to make one more run at it. And obviously, I mean, hey, they were able to bring in, uh, you know, they were able to bring in some quality depth as well. And let's also, let's, you know, the unsung hero, I think, on that team is Hampus Lindholm. Mm-hmm. Because when Charlie McAvoy was out, he stepped up in a big way. And I think maybe it's because, too, that, that Lindholm played all those years with Anaheim that a lot of us out here on the East Coast, Eastern time zones didn't really get to see very often just how good this guy really was. I mean, I knew he was good, but he's just stepped up and just fully, he fully embraced that, you know, that role uh, to fill McAvoy's shoes. And after McAvoy came back, it was like, great, now they've got two number one defensemen, <laughs> you know, so you had that going on as well. Um, Jake DeBrusque having his best season ever. I mean, boy, boy, was he ever happy for a coaching change, right? You know, after clashing with Cassidy. I mean, I, I'm going on and on here, but there's just so many different things that just all seem to come together at once for them, at least in the regular season. Now, how that's going to play out in the postseason, that remains to be seen. As we all know, that's a whole other box of frogs. But, it, you know, in terms of the regular season, I mean, yeah, they've they've that's one of the most dominant performances I've ever seen, um, you know, and they could break uh, that record. They still have. I believe they got what five games left, four games or five games. Uh, left? Six, six. They're at 76. Oh, geez. Games total. You know, all they have to do is win half of them and boom, there's the <laughs> record for most wins in a single in a single season. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, they're they're they've just been so dominant. That you know, because of all those different factors, so it's going to be interesting to see how how it uh, comes together for them in the uh, in the playoffs. Because you really do get the sense if if they don't win the Stanley Cup after the season they had, it's going to really feel like a big letdown. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you go this far and then 
you just yeah. poop yourselves. It's terrible. <laughs> as long as they don't end up swept like the uh, like the Lightning were when they uh, yeah. when they tied the record there four years ago and they got upset by Columbus. You know, it was a great story, but still, you had to feel that it was just such a huge letdown as mm-hmm. well. Absolutely. Uh, all right, so we're looking at playoffs here, Lyle. Everything seems to be folding into place. The wild card still to be determined. Playoffs. Maybe we're not gonna get another game. Um, so, uh, what you, what matchup do you like so far? Are you ready for another Tampa, Toronto Maple Leafs? Don't know who's playing where because the jerseys look so damn similar. Uh, series, it's going to be great. Uh, well, this, this, that one will be an interesting one because, uh, the Leafs pushed the, the lightning to the limit in, you know, last year. Yeah. Um, everybody to the limit, get up into the limit. Who but, you know, and of course, you know, the, the lightning have, kind of stumbled a bit at times this season. I mean, they've been able to recover and, and get back and winning games and they still, they, their, their best are still their best. I mean, Kucherov having another hundred point season, Stamco still lighting it up. Braden point is having a, you know, a, a career year. Um, you know, Victor Hedman is, is shown starting to show some signs uh, of slowing down a bit, but then you got, uh, Sergachev stepping up and, and, and filling more of the, uh, the offensive duties from the blue line as well. And of course, uh, Vasilevsky on any given night, you know, when, when, when the game's on the line, he's there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't write, uh, the lightning off just yet, but, um, that series, and we've talked about it on the show before regarding the Leafs and their, their ongoing futility, uh, to win playoff series. Uh, that one's going to be more interesting for me because if, if they don't win that series, you know big changes are coming to Toronto mm-hmm. because they just cannot carry on with the same bunch and the same coach and the same management when they would have nothing to show for it after five years of just, you know, doing great in the regular season and just crapping the bed in, in the first round and not getting it when you've got all that talent, especially. So that one I'm, I'm going to be interested in, in, in seeing as well. Um, what other ones we got that, uh, I don't think anything else has been determined. Nothing yet. Has Edmonton, really been Edmonton determined. LA seems to be almost that, 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 that looks like a, a rematch we're going to see as yeah. well. And that one could be, uh, could be entertaining too. I mean, last year, uh, yeah, the, you know, the, the Kings kind of threw a scare into the Oilers there, but ultimately, you know, the Oilers had the horses to, uh, to overcome them. Um, they're even stronger this season now too. the Oilers. I mean, my God, you know, two players with a hundred points already in dry silent McDavid mm-hmm. and another one on the verge with the uh, Nugent Hopkins sitting with 99 points. It'll be the first time in, Oh my God. I wrote about this a little while back. First time in a long time. Let's just say, uh, actually. Okay. Yeah. First time since 95, 96, uh, that you will see a team with three 100 point players wow. on it. Uh, that team, of course, was the Penguins, uh, Lemieux, Yager, and Ron Francis. Of course. 95-96. So, uh, yeah, that one, uh, you know, that one will be interesting. I still got to feel I got to give the Oilers kind of the edge on that. But the Kings, man, you you can't sleep on those guys, you know. And and they got a real shot in the arm, too, with that trade they made for Corpusalo and uh, Gavrikov before the trade deadline because Gavrikov's helped shore up that left side so they've been able to move Sean Dursey back to the right side where mm-hmm. he naturally belongs. But Corpusalo, mm-hmm. man, he's just, he's playing, just goes to show what a difference it can make for a goaltender when you've got a decent team defense in front of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he must be loving that right now. Well, the his stats are proof positive of that. So uh, 
yeah, that one could be a little more interesting, I think, than than the matchup from last season. But you're right. The rest of them right now, they're still kind of, I think maybe Florida and Carolina might face off if Florida, Florida can get, hang on. Yeah, Florida gets in the playoffs. Uh, and then the Islanders and Penguins are fighting out for the last spot as well. Three teams for that last wild card spot. Buffalo with an uh, Buffalo and Ottawa, very outside chance. Not yeah, going to happen, though. Very outside uh, I think point. Ottawa, even if Ottawa wins out, that can only get them eight points. That'll put them at 89. They have to have everyone else tank. Uh, I yeah. think the Norm Green series is is a given with Dallas and Minnesota. Oh yeah, I think that one is uh, good to go because Winnipeg. That'll be interesting. I don't. I don't think those two clubs have faced each other before. I don't think so either. In the playoffs, I don't recall. Um, so, so I think they Jen, both. Any, do you know? I don't think they have. Right. No, I don't think they have. Uh, yeah, because I think they need each need one win, and they need Winnipeg to lose a game, and then that's that playoff series is set in the Central. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that so that should be a, that should be. A I good would be one. a humdinger, as as mm. the kids like to say. Don't know what kids, but some of them are saying it. Um, but yeah, Dallas whippersnapper. Dallas, I'm surprised. Mm. Jason Robertson is the first Dallas star to 100 points. I'm actually not. I'm actually not surprised by that. I, I thought it I happened was... prior, though. <laughs> That's what I'm no. saying. <laughs> I thought it's yeah. happened before. Well, I mean, back when they were the Minnesota North Star, sure, you, had, you know, Dino Cicerelli and Bobby Smith, they they all hit 100 points. But, uh, yeah, you know, um, not even the great Mike Madonna back yeah. when they when the franchise moved to uh, to Dallas. No, not even Madonna reached 100 points in a season uh, after they made that move. In fact, I don't think he reached 100 points in a season during his career, did he? I don't think so because he he, know, he, only crazy. Played, he only played <clears> with crazy. Dallas or Detroit. Oh, like, I know. Years. Like he was a model of consistency, yeah. like eighty points, ninety points. But I don't think he ever reached a hundred. Mm. Certainly not while certainly not while the team was in Dallas. You certainly know, not maybe. when I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, highest he ever got was ninety three. Yeah, I thought so. In, and that was in ninety two, ninety three, ninety three, ninety four, ninety three, ninety four. Yeah. So back to back years, he had ninety three points. <clears throat> yeah. And, but Robertson, I wasn't surprised, especially at the season oh, no. he had last year. I was expecting more uh, from him, and I was think I was thinking, okay, he might have a shot at, at breaking Madano's record this season. Now, I didn't know if he was going to actually get to 100, but I figured out oh, if he got to the end of the season, he'll have a, he should have a good shot just because of the way that he's been developing, you know, in such a short. That's the thing. I mean, you know, he's only this is only his third season in the league. You know, he was a finalist for the Calder two years ago during that COVID shortened season. But of course, everybody wanted to see, OK, how's this kid going to do in a full season? You know, well, we saw last year 41 points or 41 points, 41 goals, you know, to lead the team. And he finished second in points, I think, with 79 or 80. Uh, so I was not surprised to see him make the big step forward this year. And and again, this is this is another sign of transition as well. This team, the Dallas Stars are transitioning, starting to transition away from Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan, who for years were, to, you know, their go to guys to guys like Robertson, to guys like uh, Heiskanen, to guys like Jake Ottinger, their goaltender, to uh, Rupe Heinz and, and and other younger players that, that are coming up through their ranks. So, uh, though, Jamie Benn, kind of, you know, kind of in a bit of a resurrection tour this season. Yeah. You know, his, his stats are way up because they were, like, dropping, dropping, dropping in recent years, and he's been on quite a roll this season. Yeah, a nice little bounce back for him, for sure. Boy, um, howdy, yeah. We'll see how long that can contain. My favorite Mike Madonna role, of course, during his time, um, his vignettes with Mr. Perfect. Uh, 
back in the day. Those were great. Back in the day, back yeah. The day. Boy, that's a yeah, that's a that's a deep pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah those were great. Yeah. Is that better than the the Mighty Ducks yeah. cameo? I think he could have should have got a Screen Actors Guild membership for the Mr. Perfect role rather than yeah. the Mighty Ducks. Because Basil McRae was the one who stole that scene. Let's be honest here. <laughs> Very um, true. We're gonna be. We're gonna be. It's always. It's always the enforcers. Yeah. Right. It's always the enforcers. Because they got personality. The well, exactly. Mike McDonald has his permanent score. like. Mike McDonald has his permanent like half smile because his teeth are too big for his mouth, um, like constantly. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, what else we got here? What else? Uh, Travis Amonic says he wants to stay in Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa's looking like a fun place. Ottawa's looking like a great place. A lot of nor- nor- North Dakota guys in there. Oh um, yeah, just oh, loving yeah. And, that shit. And once that new ownership gets in there and the and things gets get stabilized, you know, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to to seeing is is who's going to win out in this thing. Like supposedly by the end of this month, uh, you know, Mister Bettman has has assured us that we should we should know who who will be the uh, who will get the winning bid. Uh, what did I read today as well that apparently uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is also uh, getting involved in this as well. Okay, that's uh, with weird. Ryan Reynolds as, as an extra bidder on one of these uh, ownership groups. So we shall see. I know Nick Kiprios is in with another one. So I mean, hey, how are you going to beat that, right? Yeah. I joke. I joke. Yeah. yesterday said, so uh, you know, what role could he be in? You know, general manager Nick Kiprios. <laughs> Just kidding. Or am oh, I? yeah, right. <laughs> That would be frightening. That would be interesting. Oh, that would. Well, <laughs> yeah. He he better not be. All due respect to Nick Kiprios, mm. fine insider. He's broken a bunch of trades. Blah blah blah. Do not want to see him anywhere near management. No. If he actually was part of that team in a in any kind of capacity, just keep him keep him away from behind the bench and keep mm. him away from management. There you go. Let them do their business. Let let his people go. Yeah. Um, should be in the rock. I don't. That's a weird one. I know. I kind of raised my people's eyebrow a bit too when I read that. It's like mm-hmm. I can understand okay. if he was getting into a group to buy Calgary. He played. He, he was there for the Stampeders, but I don't know if he was ever a Rough Rider of Ottawa. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't think so. Well, I just think. Uh, I just think because the, the the team's generating a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. which is very surprising. You wouldn't think they would, you know, but they're generating a lot of interest. And part of it, I think, is because of the young talents on that team as yeah. well. A lot of people are looking at that club and they're going, you know, just get one or two more, you know, like especially goaltending. Get the goaltending yeah. sorted out. Maybe bring in one more experienced top four defenseman and just let them go because that's that's all they're missing. You know, they really need some stability and reliability in goal and a little bit more on the blue line. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Tim Stutzler's turning mm-hmm. into a star before our eyes, and not getting the credit for it. Oh my lord! Yeah, like yeah. I mean, he's been fantastic this year for that. <clears throat> and Brady Kachuk just keeps getting yep. better every season. Absolutely. He's getting better. He really has grown into that captain's role. You yeah, know, absolutely. I you know that can that can crush a young player sometimes, but mm-hmm. like he embraced it. You know, so you well, know. I mean, at least his dad's not ripping his team. Um, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yet. Yeah. Um, Stutzler, eighty-four points. It's quiet 84 points. Isn't it, though? Eh? Like, some players are, like, just do this, you know, it's like, really? Like, that much? Wow. Yeah, right. You know? It's like, I didn't realize. Yeah. Going to be better than a point per game, so congrats mm-hmm. to him. Maybe gets three more goals, he can uh, take the 40-goal 40, 40 mark off there. Then it's a matter of consistency. Yeah. So. 
Who knows? Who but knows again, though, I mean, he's only what, 21? 21. Yep, just turned 21. Yeah, just turned 21. So, I mean, he's yet to hit his prime. Yeah. So, yeah, watch out. <laughs> uh, we will see what happens. Um, the hell are we talking about? Yeah, we talked about Keith Kachuk earlier. Do you have any thoughts on Keith Kachuk ripping the, fl- uh, the Panthers like that? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I think Keith. I think Keith does it because he knows Matthew can handle it. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, Matthew's the mature one. That's saying, saying, I don't uh, know if that's saying much. That. Don't know but, if that's uh, saying much in the other. But hey, you know, talking to Kachuk, I mean. You know, boy, Matthew Kachuk really kind of silenced the doubters this year. Mm-hmm. You know, people think, I'll go to Florida. He won't get the point. Oh, when he's away from his buddy Johnny Goudreau, he won't be getting 100 point seasons. Wrong. Mm-hmm. Very wrong. You know, this guy's just thriving there in, in Florida. I mean, the Panthers have struggled this season, partly because of some of the changes that they had to make because of their, their cap constraints. But, you know, that. That investment in Kachuk is going to pay dividends for a long time because mm-hmm. he's just thriving there. He's he's one of the bright spots, and he's one of the reasons why they managed to claw their way back into a playoff spot when people were writing them off at midseason, myself included. Mm-hmm. I get it, Panthers claw. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the Kachuk battle happens t- Thursday night. Don't you dare miss Don't it. Don't you dare miss it. It'll be on... Um... Bally Sports, Bally Sports Florida, which if it's still around by tomorrow, we'll <laughs> have it. So, and probably one of the sports nets will have it mm. as well. Um, do, you, do you see this headline in the local paper about um, Brandon Duhame? No, what happened? He is a Lego master. I'm sorry? <laughs> How an injury turned wild winger Brandon Duhame into a Lego master. Is that, right. a, is that like a qualification that you can get or like a certification? Is he going to be on the Fox show? <laughs> he built, well, he got injured mm-hmm. and yeah. he's like, well, I have nothing better to do with my time. So he like picked up some Lego um, kits and started building them. And so the, he's done like the the Millennium Falcon and oh. he like he went to the Mall of America and like went nuts. <laughs> Yeah, they have they have that Lego store there, so Ah. Uh, it's pretty... Said he got the Hogwarts castle, which is six thousand pieces. Jesus. Whoa. Jesus. That'll keep you busy. Yeah. He uh the Must Millennium nice. Falcons about eight thousand pieces. Hold on a minute. Hey, asshole, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a, okay, I'll be quiet. I got a perpetrator <laughs> right here. He's trying to breach the compound, and now he's just being a good boy now. Of course. Oop. Oop. <laughs> what do you say, bud? What do you have to say for yourself? All right, perfect. Doing great. <laughs> so, now he's trying to eat my headphones. All right, when do you stop? All right. <laughs> you are the fucking worst. Now, Pay attention to me. <laughs> I am Kiki. Hear me meow. Pay attention to me. I'm trying to, uh, so yeah, here's some of his work. I was able to steal before. They're like, hey, you got an ad blocker on. So building some of these. Hey, uh, whoa. So this is part, this is that Hogwarts thing. Wow. He built that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of pieces. Lord. Okay. That's impressive. That is impressive. That is impressive. Gotta like that. I mean, Mm. 
I mean, okay, but hold on. It's not that impressive. Oh, here comes Mr. Here Killjoy. Oh, we can't get him. There are instructions. Why, rain on our parade, Mark. Why there's is instructions. But there's and, also, and it's also time consuming. Player. He's got time. If he's injured, he's got time. He's got money. Yeah, why should, yeah, he should be wasting it on hookers and coke, right? Exactly. Well, no, I mean, I'm not. I, I think it's great that he got into Legos. I'm just saying that we shouldn't be so, so impressed that he can he can follow directions and assemble dude, Legos. Dude, <laughs> I would give up after five minutes, and I can follow directions. Okay, like just <laughs> sorry, no. Short attention span theater here. So, Marcus Foligno asked him uh, how he, he was checking in on him because he thought you know that isolation. That can be deadly. Uh, and then Duhame said, uh, I just played with Legos for eight hours today. So <laughs> that's a really endearing thing to, to be able to admit uh, to your teammates and your leader. So, Hey, at least, you're, well, we, at least it means you're, you're focused. You're keeping out of trouble. You're not, you know, going stir crazy or, you know, turning towards vices or anything like that. So, Hey. Uh, so when he was able to come back, he had to put his, uh, <laughs> the millennium Falcon, on hold because it's eight thousand pieces. <laughs> so, and that's like the 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 way the Legos are now, like they're intricate. You could actually put like yeah. little guys. There's like little engines and shit inside of there. Mm. I still have my Seinfeld set. I haven't even started yet. So it's kind of like it's kind of like modern day mo model building without the glue. Right, the glue yeah. would make it even funner. You can just sniff the glue's it. Glue is the best part. Yeah, right. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's a great time. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> yeah, buddy. Doesn't look anything like the box, but I don't care. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh man. Uh, what other stuff have we got going for us, Lyle? Whatever there are other Getting things. We're at the end of the season. We're at the end of the season. Um, we're just kind of Connor Mc Connor McDavid's uh, closing in on oh, 150 points. That's a lot of points. It's a lot of points uh, for a kid. Well, if he, if he could reach 150 points, a fun fact that I read: there will only he there will that means there will only have been three players in NHL history to ever get more points than him in a single season. Mm. Can you name them? All right, how many players again? Three. All right. I read this fun fact today. So, 100, so. so 100, uh, more than 150 points in a season. Who have who will have have had more than 150 points in a season? Uh, Gretzky. Correct. Mark, you want to take a stab? Uh, it's I think Solani did it once. Oh, that's a shame. Mm. Jen. I want to say Lafleur. Nope. Sorry. I wish, but no. Uh, the most gi ever had, I think, was 136. How about uh, how about uh, Mario Lemieux? Oh yes. All yeah. Right. Okay. Got two. Mark. Uh, Yager. Interestingly, oh, that's a good one. no. Really? No. Hmm. Uh, Jen. Oh, I can't think anymore. Um. Bobby Orr. No, sorry. Most he ever had was 139. Hmm. It's gonna be someone really stupid. I have no idea. I'm out. Phil Esposito. Ah, okay. 152 points, 1970-71. All right. I'm gonna put you guys down for a second. I'll be right back. All right, bye, Jen. Okay, Jen. I'm gonna talk shit about you while you're gone. <laughs> um. <laughs> Actually, interesting. Yes. So interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I keep forgetting Phil Esposito, like. Put up those kind of numbers. Too. Espo, yeah, in the in the early seventies, like he was just scoring crazy, crazy pace, like seventy, seventy one to seventy four, seventy five. Like it just, 
you know, 76 goals. And he had 60, a couple of 68 goal seasons, 62. Then all, oh yeah, like he was just him and Bobby Orr combined. Like that was just the dynamic duo back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they connected a lot. And and Esposito played like he would go out on a shift and he'd be out on the ice sometimes for like three or four minutes. Yeah, back then they didn't like keep your it wasn't oh keep your shift short or anything like that. It was like okay come off when you're tired. So Espo would be out there for like two two sometimes three shifts because mm-hmm. you couldn't get him off the ice. And they said well he only just park himself in front of the net. It's like uh, no actually if you watch the games he actually could skate. He was one of those big guys that again was deceptive. Mm-hmm. You know, remember how you'd see Mario Lemieux skate and you'd be like, geez, he doesn't seem to be moving fast until, of course, he's blowing by everybody. Now, Esposito didn't have Lemieux speed, but he could skate and yeah. he could move pretty well. So, yeah, it wasn't just, oh, he just parked himself in front of the net and just swatted away at garbage goals. But, yeah, <laughs> though he was very good at that. That was his bread and butter. But, yeah. Hey, sometimes. I'm going to say man. that was his main reason. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you got to do it. And that, it all counts on the score sheet. I mean, it doesn't yeah. give you a description of the goal. Just yeah. Tally, and interestingly, but like I said, he, he even though he won like heart trophies and scoring titles, he never got any. He he was like the Rodney Dangerfield of hockey until the 72 Summit Series. <laughs> and after that, people were just like, holy fuck. You know, right. excuse my language. Phil Esposito yeah, was right. God. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh,. All right, so David's doing things. We're still waiting on. We we still think Lyle's highly pot. It's an outside chance, but we think Ovechkin can get eight in his last five, considering the teams he's playing up against. Uh, well, you can't rule anything out, but uphill battle for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be gonna be tight. He's not saying it can't be done. It'd be a hell of an accomplishment if he could do it, but. Yeah, you know, it's it's been a rough year. The fact he's got what forty two goals this season. Forty two, yes. That's still impressive when you consider his age and his is just the level of consistency. I think he's got more. Was it? Was it? He's got. Was it? He's got more forty goal seasons now than any other yes, player in yes. NHL history. He set the forty goal season record. Yeah, and he's still tied with uh, Gretzky and Bossy for the most fifty goal seasons. That's that's one record I I I want to see him break. You know, but I don't think it's going to happen this season. Yeah. We'll see. He's playing the Canadians. Uh, the final well, the Canadians. <laughs> Canadians could get three or four. Um, the Canadians minor league team because they've got fifteen regulars that are all out. sidelined, yeah. setting the setting the you know the league leading little league leaders in man games lost to injury for the second straight season. Yeah. They have got to, if I can just say as very quickly as an aside, Montreal mm-hmm. really has to examine. Uh, they're with their go with their medical staff. They need to go over their their treatment of injuries, evaluations, rehab, the you know what they regulate for off season training, everything. Because the first year, okay, yeah, that's a lot. Second, you know, it happens. But two years in a row and such a high number, and to have fifteen regulars out of the lineup at this stage in the season. I mean. Look, some injuries, yeah, are unavoidable, of course, in the run of a game. I mean, like, you know, Raphael uh, Harvey Pinar breaking his leg. Okay, that's not something that's, well, that's the fault of the trainers or anything mm-hmm. like that. But, you know, Cole Caulfield playing through a shoulder injury for half the season, first half of the season, when, you know, now I know that, yes, players will play through anything to keep going and blah, blah, blah. And at least they shut him down at midseason rather than let him go on. But what was interesting was when they shut him down, 
he said at the time, if the Canadians were 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 battling for a playoff spot, he would have stayed and played. And I'm just like, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Because if you did, you wouldn't be as effective. Your shoulder's just going to get worse. And you run the risk of, of even worse damage to it. And the offseason is not going to be the magic, you know, the magic period that's going to help you magically recover from your surgery. He had surgery in January. He's only just returned to the ice now. Now, he's not going to be playing in any games, but he's only just resumed skating now. Right. You really think if you went, say, made it to the playoffs and let's say you made it through a round that you then go and made to have surgery, that you're going to be ready and good to go by training camp. Sure. Come on, man. Like somebody's got to talk to these players and say, look, it's just not friggin' worth it here, you know, but there's still a lot of it has to do. I mean, like the whole evaluation of Kirby Doc's injury injury, they didn't even know it was an injury. <laughs> it was just like, well, he's got an illness. And it was like, OK, but he's been out for two weeks. What's he got? Is he got that? That started the whole does he have COVID? No, it turned out he had a friggin' groin injury. Yeah. It's like, how in the hell do you misdiagnose that? I don't know. It depends on where his wrist was. I... <laughs> Boom. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, they, they've got to do something. Reportedly, they're going to be uh, doing an evaluation. And I, I certainly hope so. I mean, look, as I said, some of it's bad luck. Some of it is just like, yeah, I mean, you know, guy gets, you know, hit in the wrist, gets slashed across the wrist, broken wrist. I mean, something like that or breaks the leg. Th- those are unavoidable. They happen. But some of these injuries and some of the recovery periods and some of the evaluations, a lot of a lot of Habs fans and a lot of pundits too in Montreal are are going like, come on now, what what's going on here? There's there's you know this is this is happening way too much. All of these players can't all be brittle like this. It just doesn't make any sense. Did they not see what happened in Vancouver this year and realize, oh shit, we better move and figure this out? Because wasn't it <laughs> Vancouver where where they were just like, well. They knew what happened. They just didn't want to do something to. Was it Vancouver? Am I misremembering something? Quinn Hughes brought something up. If couldn't question the. Uh... Oh yes, yeah, no, no, you're right. Okay. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and of yeah. course, the Penguin staff years ago when everyone got mumps. Oh my god, that was that was a good time. <laughs> well, the um, there was a time when Vancouver's medical staff was so bad that um, they got sued by one of their own players. Jesus, Christ. really. Yeah, a guy uh, uh, by the name of Robitaille. Um, Randy? Uh, was, it, was it Randy or was it uh, maybe Mike? Anyway. Mike it, it Robitaille, was, that, sounds, that sounds right. Uh, yeah, it, um, he ended up suing the, the Vancouver Canucks medical staff for, um, for the way they treated him. Wasn't, that, wasn't he the, that concussion? He had a concussion? He had a concussion and he had a neck injury. Yes. 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 Yeah. That's what it was. You can actually, there, I actually a couple of years ago saw a video of it because his name came up. Now that you mentioned it, his name had come up about it. It was something like about how, how things had changed over the years and evaluating concussions and things like that. And he was one of the examples. And there was actually video of him like getting his, I think it was against Buffalo. And he got it like he got walloped hard, blindside hit. And yeah. I mean, they, the way they carried him off was like he was a sack of potatoes. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, that was that was part of his lawsuit was the yeah. way that it was handled, like literally yeah. handled. It was against, yeah. and it was they, against they the, told uh, him to get up and and that you know he was fine and. Yeah, it was against it was I mean, against the Penguins, January nineteenth, nineteen seventy seven. Penguins, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah. He had a broken neck at the time, and he was dragged <laughs> off by a trainer and a few teammates. 
um, and all of that. So that's that's why. But of course, that was the '70s, though. It wasn't uh, a lot of the, a lot of the the training staff back then for things like head and neck injuries. They weren't actually uh, um, all that good, shall we say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the... no, they tried to convince them to play the rest of the game. Yeah, they said go. Uh, they actually said that they didn't take him to the hospital that night. They said go home, have a shot of Cavassier, and you'll be fine in the morning. Yeah, oh, Jesus, yeah. yeah, have some yeah. brandy. Yes, the cure all, the old, the old nineteenth century cure all in England. In, have this brandy. In the end, they won three hundred fifty-five thousand dollars in damages. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> but in the end, it doesn't really matter. It's true. Thank you, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Mark. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Lincoln Mark. There he is. Yeah, we got it. Everybody, we figured it out. There it goes. Got there eventually. Um, yeah, good times, great memories. Jen, Jen, get back to you on the Boston thing. Historically, you look at how great this team is doing. 98 was the last time we saw a team like this. Have How how else historic? I prepped you for this one. Hopefully, we got this thing going. What, what else we got for teams that were so good that they just dominated everybody else and go? Well, the Bruins are sixth all-time. Uh, most points um, in a season. Ahead of them are, um, at number one, are the Habs, 76-77. They had 132 points. The 95-96 Red Wings had 131 points. Mm -hmm. The 77-78 Habs had 129 points. The 1819 Lightning had 128, and the 7576 Habs had 127. Wow. So you look at that list, and you look at who went on to win cups after that, too. Mm -hmm. Only one. Only one. It was only one, and it was the every one of those Canadian teams that, that you just mentioned, Jen. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Mm. Can I just say Please, that's man. one of the benefits of being an old guy because being a being a Habs fan back then was fucking glorious. Sorry <laughs> for the language, but it was glorious. You knew every time they went out on the ice, they were going to win. You just knew. <laughs> if they lost, you were shocked, and then you're like, ah, they got lucky. You knew they were going to win. It sucked if you were a fan of any other team. Like I, I got to. To experience that feeling when the Islanders won four straight, right? Mm -hmm. When the Oilers went on their run, you know, it was just like, oh, so this is what it feels like. Yeah, you're right. Dynasty suck if your team's not the dynasty. But yeah, it was uh, a glorious time. But you're right, though. It's kind of interesting, eh? I mean, you know, out of those teams, there's only one that won the Stanley Cup after dominating, you know, the league. It's yep. it's kind of weird. Yeah. You would have thought there'd be more of them, right? I would say you would you would assume, but um, that's not the way it shakes out sometimes. So mm. maybe you just get so I don't know. Maybe you get so confident or something. I don't know. Maybe you get maybe it fills you with overconfidence. So you got so used to winning so many games over the course of a season. You know, Play, playoff hockey makes you wild, man. Mm. Playoff hockey gets it's the best out of people because they get the they're just like yeah it's not the regular season anymore we we yep. care now well, and it could be that you simply used up your energy in the regular season True. it could be like, too like you just peaked too soon yeah and I gotta say also to be to be fair uh -huh. and you know bragging up my late seventies Canadians but honestly there was really only four good teams in the NHL in the late seventies Montreal Boston Toronto I'm sorry five. Montreal, Boston, Toronto, Buffalo Sabres, and the New York Islanders. 
And the Islanders weren't the Islanders then. They were just coming up into their own. But, you know, but there really was only five good teams, right? All the rest were were trash. I mean, you know, Montreal was just, they were just, you know, 11 future Hall of Famers on that team. They'd steamroller these guys, you know. like It was almost like a mercy rule by the third period. You could almost see the Habs kind of let up a bit when it was like 7-2. to two. They're like, okay, we've embarrassed them enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Now we'll just play keep away for the rest of the period. You know, and thus, trapping hockey was born, thanks to Jacques Lemaire. Hey, but, did it, everybody. Yeah. But yeah, so in this in in today's game, obviously, I mean, there's there's a lot more parity, you know. I mean, the teams are a lot tougher, and and also, the the the, the playoff the playoff hockey is so different compared to regular season hockey. I mean, you know, yeah, back in the '70s, I mean, yes, I mean, you know, yeah, there was obviously a different level of intensity, but you know, if you were the top team in the league, you got a buy right mm-hmm. off the bat, so you didn't have to play four rounds; you only played three, mm-hmm. and you know, so that helps. Obviously, gives you a chance to rest up and all that good stuff. But the level of intensity, I don't know. I don't recall it being quite as 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 high or that the quality of the game changed that much in the playoffs. And yeah, there was more checking and blah, 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 but not the whole smothering type of hockey that you see as the playoffs go on nowadays, you know, where it's like, oh yes, you know, the officiating, what, you know, the old joke as we go along, right. Is, you know, what, what, what counted as a period in the first period disappears by mid season. And what, by the time you get to the playoffs, you practically have to decapitate somebody to get, you know, a two minute minor. You know, in the playoffs, because the the games get heavier, more physical. Whereas it back in the late seventies wasn't quite that bad. There wasn't that much of a difference, at least as I can recall, for between regular season and postseason play. Whereas now, as I said, a lot more intense, a lot more physical, and there's more parity among teams. Even if you've got a team like the Bruins now, or the Lightning four years ago, or even the ninety five, ninety six Red Wings, there was still more parity in the league then. So, yeah. Parody's nuts. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. Nice. Ah, uh, boy. <laughs> this is what you have to live with, eh? <laughs> That's why she's eight miles not, away. Yeah. Uh, no. Eight hours away. Not right sorry. now. Yeah. No, not right now. Yeah. Not right now. <laughs> yep. No. Nope. I I only put up with it for like an hour a night. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's over. And then I tell her about how it's snowing out, and she's like, "It was seventy today." Fuck off. <laughs> Get out of here, you stupid. Ah, <laughs> oh, boys. Uh, anything else, Lyle, before we get to fun stuff? No, I think I'm good, guys. Right. We're, what, a week and a half away from, from nine days, playoffs yeah. in the regular season? A whole lot of Hot nine damn. days. Are you, are you ready for it? Is it is it creeping in that, oh, my God, the season's coming to an end? <sighs> I'm at the point where I'm just looking. It's like, let's get let's get to it. Let's get to let's, free agency. I'm, I'm ready for playoffs now. <laughs> I always get this way. The last two weeks of a regular season, it's like, can we just get to it? Jeez. Yeah. We get it. Everyone's in. There's a wild card to be had. The Penguins <laughs> might lose their 16, their 16 year LeBron thing. Pierre LeBron gets his way. 25 teams will be in the playoffs. And, Fuck, just yeah. everyone in the playoffs, man. Play 60 regular season games and the rest is playoffs. Yeah. All anybody go. wants to see is playoffs anyway. Fuck. Yeah. All right. I got to total up these scores. You guys can talk amongst yourselves. So I'm not going <laughs> to give you a topic. You fucking figure it out, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. What's the most surprising team this year? Go. Most surprising team? Most surprising team this year. Go. Seattle Kraken. Kraken. Why Kick is that? Kraken. Yeah. Kraken. I, yeah. Hey, they, they're a playoff team. That is that, true. That surprised me. 
I have to say, I was expecting it was going to take them another another couple of years, but no, then good on them. I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, uh, especially with Hackstall, everyone giving Hackstall shit about yeah. you know being yeah, a that, terrible coach. Good way to silence his critics there, but also, exactly. I mean, Matt, you know, you got an up and coming star, Matty Benes. Uh Jared McCann's not getting enough love for what he's doing. Really there. not. My God, he's, really he's not. just. What a revelation he what he he wound up being the steal of the him and Vince Dunn became the ste- the two steals if you will mm-hmm. for the Kraken in their expansion draft but yeah. McCann especially Vince Dunn you knew had the potential to be a, a an, an outstanding puck moving defenseman but McCann was just third line checking guy with the Penguins for a long time and boom he goes to the Kraken and turns into a scorer so yeah uh Mark surprise team better or worse go <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's it's we we sort of already talked about it, but I, I'm I, the Bruins were a surprise to me this year, and mm. I didn't expect them to be as good as. See, the the one X factor we didn't talk about earlier when we were talking about the Bruins is the David Krejci effect. Right. Mm-hmm. It was brought right. up, but you're right. Did Excellent not go into point. detail. Yeah. Yeah, bringing back David Krejci, of course, the the glue that holds it all together. So yeah, there you go. That the Bruins were surprising to me. All right, uh, Jennifer. Um, probably the Devils. That's a good point too. That's a good one too. Yeah. Yep. Like that yep. one. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect them to be where they are, and and they were a pleasant surprise this year. Okay. You're not the only one. I I can't remember who the NHL analyst was around December on on. TSN as they were just going through their panel thing okay which team that's off to a good start now do you see you know crashing and burning and one of them said the devils yeah he said wait until the new year then I'm not convinced time we get to the end of January they'll they'll be out of the playoffs again and it's like well here they are jockeying with the hurricanes so yeah yeah. (laughs) but good on them though they've been building for a long time so you know it's good to see I, li- I like seeing teams that have been in a rebuild for a while where finally it all comes together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that must be a great feeling for their fans. It really must. Yeah. Especially New Jersey because they have to live in New Jersey. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> there it is. Uh, for me, it's uh, I think it's between the Islanders and the Panthers just because I thought they would be so much better. Mm. I thought they would be so much better than what they are now. Yeah. And now they're they're all they're barely hanging on to a wild card spot. One of them's gonna get it, one of them's not. Unless both of them get it, and then I just fucking throwing that out of the way. But I thought I thought especially the Panthers after they what happened last season and they, you know, the trade with Huberdu and, and Kachuk and Kachuk's kinda filled in very well, but everything else kinda went to dog shit. So I don't know. The spe- defense really suffered. Defense Their suffered defense, a lot. Yeah. Uh the Spencer Knight having his his things going on mm-hmm. in his life kind of I'm Anthony sure Declair being sidelined for most yep. of the season that hurt them too yeah yep. a lot of a uh, lot of things going on so mm-hmm. but such as life such as things go on all right now we've got all the scores tally we have the final regular season total for the year ladies and gentlemen I taking the president's trophy which means I am fucked. Um, <laughs> I'm taking the President's Trophy, 236. Mark, second place, 212. Lyle, 199. Damn. Johnny, of course, finishing last, 167. So Johnny's uh, the master of the tank. We flip reverse it. 
the uh, the 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 president's trophy gets their pick of the litter for the Frozen Four, and then depreciates in value from there. The four teams that we have left in there are the uh, University of Michigan Wolverines. They will take on the Quinnipiac University Bobcats. And the other side, that is the uh, the night game on Thursday night. The afternoon game, uh, the early evening game, is the Minnesota Golden Gophers uh, against the Boston University Terriers. So dogs and gophers, bobcats and wolverines. It's a fucking National Geographic landmine. Everyone loves it. <laughs> um, I can go with chalk. I can go with uh, heart. I can go with whatever I want here, but... Much as I hate, I hate it because I hate, I hate them. Uh, I am going with Michigan. I was going to go with an M team. I didn't know if it was Minnesota or Michigan. I will go with Michigan. Michigan with probable Hobie award-winning um, actor Adam Fantilli. Um, Mark, you are next. You have Quinnipiac, Minnesota, and Boston. I'm going. I'm going with Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm going to take the the one seed, Minnesota, oh. and uh, and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it over to Lyle. Yeah, he can't can't do Does a wrestling Lyle thing. Take, I don't think take the unseeded Boston University or the two seed Quinnipiac. Well, you know, I I love saying Boston. Uh-huh. Just because I like talking like I was in Boston. Sure, sure. But honestly, I'm, I think I'm going to jump on Quinnipiac. Going Connecticut of the Northeastern States. Connecticut, yes. Quinnipiac. Uh, like, Which means Johnny's probably going to Right. Gonna well, Johnny gets the team he wants because former Black Bear Wilmer Skoog on that team. There you go. Highly touted free Good. agent for the NHL. Good. So. Good. I'm glad that worked out for him. There we go. Everyone wins. So to wrap it all up. Uh, we will see uh, either me or Lyle will make it to the last game and either Johnny or Mark, of course, the Patonzo battle for all. The Patonzo battle. You know that's what's going what it's going to come down to. Well, no, that they face off each other in the first round. Uh, oh. So, so, yes. so me, well, and you, me and you Even go better. tete-a-tete in the first one. Mark just runs, <clears throat> Mark just runs off. He just yeah. He, he, he just realized a, he's going to be facing his brother in the opening round. Doesn't have a be-right-back sign or anything. No, yeah, just, just nothing. Well, that's that's because he's got kids, and you know that that means yeah. uh, you have to jump up at any given moment. Uh, and you know, especially being go a, deal go deal with stuff. Being a single dad like he is. <laughs> oh, he's still married. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that was Sorry. awkward. For, forgot about that. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> he doesn't listen back to these. It's fine. Hey. Um, oh well. Yeah, so we can't really do ha ha fuck you right now, because mm. now now he's nowhere to be found. Well, do you, do you watch a lot of the do you watch a lot of the college Frozen Four? I know TSN has like some of it. I on don't it. get it. I don't get to watch as much of it as yeah. I would like. We do get it up here, obviously, because TSN is like hockey everything, of course, sure. which is fantastic. Well, to be a NHL. Hockey fan. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> Except the NHL. Well, no, they get NHL well, games yeah, just local, got... and if you're and if you're not in the Leafs region, you can't watch them. So you know, <laughs> right? Five TSN channels, five Sportsnet channels. You're not in the Leafs region. What is the freaking point of you? Right, but anyway, exactly. But anyhow, uh, but I, I honestly I don't get because a lot of those games come on the lot come on the afternoon. Yeah, you know? sure. And I'm fortunately I'm working, mm-hmm. so and I yeah. 
But, you know, every now and again, sure, throw them on in the background. You know, they get the opportunity. Or if they're playing an early evening game, then it's like, oh, yes, let's jump on that. So, well, because it's a great opportunity for me to see a lot of these kids, especially like I was saying, now that I've been doing mock drafts for Bleacher Report for the last three years, it's a great opportunity to be able to see these kids in full game action rather than just watching YouTube clips, you know, while I'm doing research on them, Mm -hmm. you know. And that can can only tell you part of the game. And yeah. Yeah. Can you do? Yeah, exactly. It's great to be able to sit there to actually watch the full game and 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 just you know to see how well they they perform you know mm-hmm. from from the puck drop to the final final whistle. So uh, exactly. yeah, yeah, good times. It's fun to do. And because I mean, because up here, of course, it's all Memorial Cup stuff anyway. Too once we sure. get into May and all that, that's like Connor Bedard madness, also. baby. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. Oh, by the way, yeah, my Charlottetown Islanders are on the verge of getting swept in the opening round by the Quebec Ramparts. Damn you, Patrick Waugh. So there we go. Damn you. Eddie Not a surprise, man. though. This was a rebuilding year for the Islanders. While the Ramparts are, they dominated the league. So, yeah. Yeah, continue. that seems to be continuous. No, no, no. Last The last three seasons, like, the Islanders were, were right up there among the top teams. I meant the Ramparts five. are continuous. No, good. even the Ramparts yeah. had some bad years. That's they had some, da- some down years, too. They've, well, that's the problem with, uh, you know, with, with you know, Quebec major junior hot. Well, junior you know, hockey. it's just basically uh, junior hockey here in Canada. Anyway, you know, you only get the kids for three, maybe four years. If you're lucky, you know, you try and build and just as you get a winner. Oh, now they're all too old and they go away. Mm-hmm. Shit, we have to rebuild. So it's tough to be able to do that. So, yeah, even though even the REM parts have had like their, you know, up and downs. But there we go. All right. Mark, yeah. back. We can do. Ha ha. Fuck you. Hey, welcome back. Mark. All right. I am here. All right. He's here. Guys. He is group. Let's go. To, let's go to March 28th. Not this year. Let's go, to, yes, let's go back there. Let's go to March 28th. Let's go. God, I don't know. 16 years ago. Ugh. Let's go. Let's go to the Bank Atlantic Center. Now, first points, Bank Atlantic Center. Who played there? Bank Atlantic Center. Um. Um. Oh. 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 Um. Lyle? Um. Uh, Buffalo Sabers. No. Mark. Any guess? Shit. Bank Atlantic. Bank Atlantic Center. Center. Uh. Jesus. I'm gonna go. Uh, New Jersey at some point. Sorry, not New Jersey. Jen for the first point. Who played at Bank Atlantic Center? If it's a West Coast team, I'm going to flip my desk. <laughs> Jen? Is it Florida? Florida Panthers. First, oh! first point of the day goes to Jen. We're going to the Florida Panthers. Uh, and they took on the Atlanta Thrashers. We are Thrashers, oh, Panthers, God. late season, post-deadline. Get your popcorn ready. Oh seven. Oh seven. I think that's the only question I'm gonna get right. All right. Well that's well just guess what, Jen? You got you got eighteen skaters aside, a goalie in each side for the O six, O seven rosters, post deadline, Panthers, Thrashers. Jen, we'll start with you. Full board. Garnet XLB. Garnet X L B on the board. Yes, ma'am. You stole oh, my sure. garnet excellent. Right. Garnet yeah. off the board, baby. <laughs> Lulling us into a false sense of yeah. security and then drops the garnet excellent be grab on us. Yeah. Sure. He was literally on my brain the other day. That's the only reason <laughs> I know. 
Mark uh, Slava Kozlov. Slava Kozlov's on that board. He had two goals this game. Only two goals for the Thrashers. Lyle? Um, Ilya Kovalchuk. Kovalchuk's there. Played 24 minutes. Didn't do shit. Uh, back up to Jen. Um, trying to think who the goalie would have been. Um, I can't think. Um, I'll pass. All right, pass to Mark. Ooh. All right, I'll go with uh, Florida, and I'll go with Oli Jokinen. Oli Jokinen's on that board, yes, sir. There's a big Got guy. him. Got him. Lyle. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Um, post-trade deadline, right? Post-trade deadline. Trying to think. Did they qualify for the playoffs in 07 or 08? Oh, the hell with it. I'll, I'll take the risk. I'll say Keith Kachuk. There it is. Keith Kachuk. Yes! Ripping into his <sighs> son's for, uh, future team. Uh, ahead of time, and probably ripping into some ribs as well. Why oh, no he? doubt. Afterwards, celebrating yeah, the big buffet exactly. right there, right there in the uh, the dressing room. Right there, baby. Jen, right there. Up to you again. Um, Soleil. Hmm. Soleil. Ruslan Soleil. Oh, Ruslan Soleil on the board. On that board, twenty Ooh. almost twenty-five minutes for the Florida Panthers. Uh, back there. So, Mark, you are up now. Andy Sutton. Andy Sutton. Are you an expert? You got that one right, right there on the board. <laughs> Andy Sutton for the Thrashers. To Lyle. Oh God, I just Thrashers. Panthers. Just, just brain farted here. 07. Hang on, hang on. Um. Oh seven Panthers. Oh seven Thrashers. Oh, uh, Marion Hosa. Marion Hosa's on that board. You better believe it. Yes. He's right there, ready to go. Uh, Jenper, what you got? Gary Roberts. Gary Roberts. Sorry. Sorry. Ooh. Mark, to you. I'll I'll kick off the goaltending goal with Kari Lennon. Kari Lennon's on the board. You best better believe that, son. <laughs> better believe that. There we go. Uh, we shoot it over to Lyle. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I keep thinking of all these early thrashers. I know, right? You're you're freaking your your, 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 your brains in there. there. It's like so no, it's not I'm the two thousand thrashers, baby. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh god. Um, oh, she conditioned us. Yeah. Yeah. Call me Head and Shoulders, baby. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go away from from the from the thrashers here. I'm getting right. hung up here. Okay. Um, okay. Panthers post deadline. Panthers. Yeah. Um, Nathan Horton. Nathan Horton. Here's a who on the board. On the okay. board there. <clears throat> okay. Up to okay. Jen. Roll here. Jen Panthers. Uh, Eddie Belfour Panthers. Sorry. Oh, that would have been good. Might have been, but he did not play this game. Oh, okay. Did not play this Bill, game. I'm pretty certain this is the Eddie Belfour You're era. Very That's possible. right. Yeah, he was in winding that, down his career span, at that yeah. point. Yeah. Um, but he's not on this this squad, unfortunately. Or not on this ice. Unfortunately, now to Mark. 
<laughs> unfortunately, now to Mark. Yes, unfortunately. Yep, unfortunately, now to Mark. <laughs> you uh, heard that right. Mark Savard. Mark Savard. Sorry. Ah. Over to Lyle. Mark, Mark for you. Um. <laughs> uh, Stephen Weiss. Stephen Weiss is right on the board. Twenty-two minutes of playing. The Weiss time. is right. The Weiss, the Weiss is, is right. right. Yeah, that was before he went to Detroit. He blew yeah. out his knee. Yeah, or shoulder. Sorry, shoulder. Knees and toes. Knees and toes. Knees and toes. Uh, <laughs> Jen. Okay, if it's not Ed Belfort, it has to be Alex Ald. Oh, it doesn't have to be him at all. No, oh, sorry. sorry. It brings me no joy in saying that. No, I don't. Brings me a lot of joy in saying <laughs> you don't get that. very often an Alex Ald mention. No, yet. no Alex Ald drop, but you get the double A bonus of the week, the Arn Anderson Enforcer <laughs> Award. Arn Anderson, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mark, I'm going for the double dip on this oh, one. Go ahead. Scott Mellonby. Which team? I don't care. No, it's uh, it's probably the Thrashers. And it is the Thrashers, yes, there sir. There you go. Had an assist. I, he was still playing by then. Sure was, buddy. Wow. He played okay. nine minutes, but he still played, damn it. Honestly, I was thinking about him. I'm like, nah, no, that's all early Thrashers. He's, he's <laughs> retired by now. He was, okay. he was early Panthers, but he was late Thrashers. Ah, that's how you okay. gauge someone's com- career. Yeah, you know, he was with the early Panthers, but he ended that career late Thrashers. Didn't he win a Stanley Cup with uh, Edmonton? The Oilers? Early nineties. Was he on that Who? ninety team? Scott Mellonby. No. I think he was okay. in Chicago, no, but or no. Know, so, yeah. Where was he at at that point? Was he in? He'd been around a while. I right, know. Well, here we go. Now we got to find. Now it. I'm wondering because yeah. he might have been a black ace and something. Uh. <clears throat> no, nah, he was in. He was in Philly then. Oh. Okay. He went to Edmonton in '91. The year oh, after. he went there after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's why. I knew he was with the Oilers early 90s, but I didn't know if he won the cup with them or not. Okay. Um, Who the fuck's turn is it? <laughs> who went last? Lyle, did you go last? No, no Mark, I didn't. No, I Mark went last. it's my turn. Mark went last, so it is your turn. turn. It's your turn, because Mark said Scott okay. Mellonby. Um, all right, I'm going to go back to the Thrashers here. Um, Frantisek Caberlet? Frantisek Caberlet. Nope, sorry. Not there. Shit. Okay. Jen. Hmm. Panthers, Thrashers. Uh, Joe Newendijk. Sorry. No Joe. Panthers, right? That would be yep. correct. Because yeah. him, him and Roberts okay. were, were on the same team, but I think they had exodus to Toronto back back to Toronto again, maybe? Newendijk? Did he go? Well, back I know he's with Toronto, but I think that go, was earlier, though. But did he go at the end of his career too? Did he pull like a Dougie Gilmore and did go he? back to uh, back in time? Hold on. Going back in time. Nope he he ended his career 15 games into that season. Okay. So that's hmm. that's that problem. <laughs> that's where I must have been thinking the year before then. Yeah, because he played he played a good okay. amount the year before. Because he played he played a full season with the Panthers. I'm not crazy, that, right? No, you're you're correct. It was the year after the lockout. It was him and Gary Roberts. Mm. Yeah, a lot of players changed. Yeah, moved around after They're, the lockout. Yeah, and they were a just lot like, of veteran this, guys. This shit's too fast for us. We're too old. Stop it. Yeah, that was like when we saw that weirdness of Jeremy Jeremy Roenick playing in Phoenix for like ten games or something. Yeah. Uh, and this season, uh, so Gary Roberts was playing in Pittsburgh. 
this season. Right. Because he got right. traded early, uh, at the deadline from the right. Panthers to the Penguins. Penguins. All right. I think it's Mark's turn. Yep. Uh, why not? Why not? It's, really it's been it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Go back to go back to the well, Alexei Zhitnik. On the board, you better believe go that. Go on. Thirty minutes for the Thrashers. The drop. Okay. There he is. Back again with the ill behavior. Lyle, what you got? All right, I'm swinging back to the Panthers again. Um. And I'm going to go with Jay Bomeister. Jay Bomeister on the board, you better believe it. Yeah. Yep. 27 minutes on that one. Nothing else in his life, though. <laughs> last call, last call all around. Jen, last call for you. Uh, S- Steve um, um, Montador. Steve Montador on the board. There you go. Good work on that one. There you go. That was Panthers, and right? And Strong, correct, with the Panthers. Yep. Mark and Strong, last call. Bobby Holik. Bobby Holik is on that board. You best better believe that for the Thrash. That wasn't a bad Thrash. That was team. not. Well, that's the team, the it, only team that made the playoffs. That was the only one that made the playoffs yeah. that year, yeah, or in their whole existence, yeah. Yeah, and then Lyle finishes out strong overall. Come on, buddy. I wish I could. On, um, now I'm, I'm, I'm reduced to thinking of Winnipeg oh, no. Jets here now. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. Brian Little. Shit. Well, you know what? We're going to get to this. You missed the Caps legend, and we'll talk about him in a second. Okay. Uh, for the Thrashers, Eric Belanger, Eric Bolton, Greg DeVries, Pascal Dupuis, uh, XLB was mentioned, Nicholas Havlid, Shane Knighty, mm-hmm. uh, Holy Kosa, Kovalchuk, Kozlov were mentioned, Brad Larson, Mellonby was mentioned, Jim Slater. Sutton and Kachuk were mentioned. J.P. Vigier, Zitnik, Lettinen, all mentioned. For the Panthers, Brian Allen, David Booth, Bo Meester was mentioned, Gregory Campbell, Martin Jelena, Chris Gratton, somehow still in the league. Wow. Horton Jokinen mentioned it. Yuri Kolnick on this team. Montador mentioned. Uh, Rastislav Olesh on this team. Yeah. Billy Peltonen, Soleil was mentioned, Alexei Semenov, Yanis Spruk. Don't know who that is. Sounds dirty. Yosef yeah. Stampel, Mike Van Ryn, Weiss is mentioned, and in net, Caps legend, Craig Anderson. Craig oh. Anderson. Oh. Oh. He only played, like, what, three games Caps the entire season? For the Caps? <laughs> no, that for the, for for the, the Panthers. Panthers. That year he here. played uh yep five games. There. Played five games was 1-1 one, one, and 1 uh <laughs> but had a solid 9.31 save percentage. So I wonder he didn't guess the goalie. Caps yeah. legend. He he played oh. more games for the Panthers than he did for the Caps cuz he only played four games for the Caps. Oh, and a couple of and a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Craig Anderson and I'd made mention of him uh being a, a, a playoff hero for the Colorado Avalanche in twenty ten and y'all looked at me weird. I just looked it up. So yes, that was him. Ha! There, I win. <laughs> I couldn't care less about the Avalanche Lyle. <laughs> Revenge is a dish best served cold. Mwah. Yeah, no. 
No, because I made mention that. Yeah, you no, he's a playoff hero. Like, he went fucking no, two four. He went two and four, Lyle. He went two and four. He didn't get out of the first round. He was their hero. He helped them win. Like he he bit like a huge game. He stole from the Sharks. He made like an obscene number of saves yeah. and blah blah blah. They lost the series. <laughs> Didn't matter. I was making mention <laughs> that he played for him. You guys were looking at me like he didn't play for the Avalanche. I'm like, yes, he did. I I, I, I they're like, wow, you're getting senile now that you're 60. No, Lyle, we like, said no. that many times prior to that. So let's not say that's an isolated incident. <laughs> tomato, tomato, exactly. Anderson with an O, Anderson with an E. Who's counting? Nah, exactly. They, looking at ice girls Anderson all with same. three S's and a silent Q. We're Come looking on. at all the ice girls, baby. That's what we're doing. Um, Lyle, thanks again, brother. Have a happy day. Hey, my pleasure as always. Good to see you again, Jen. Nice to see you too. Yeah. Happy by the way, I follow your 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 feed religiously you know it's it's fun <laughs> it is it's fun it's fun yeah. which which one the, the personal one or the the nhl one both there you go both both yeah. you know they're just the moments when you're when your brain starts rebelling on you and starts thinking of obscure things while you're trying to do stuff it's on fun. sometimes i'm sorry it's i don't mean to chuckle fun. but i read them just like oh my gosh you know like, yeah. it's like why does it do that I don't it's, know. it's wild it's yeah. a wild time, I'll tell you that much. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, happy Easter, Lyle. Same to you guys. We'll see you next you know, week. If buddy. you celebrate, or even if you don't, enjoy all the chocolate eggs you can that you can stand. I know exactly. I will. Exactly. Go on Monday, get the cheap chocolate. You're good to go. Absolutely, from the drugstore. There you That's go. Right. <laughs> Later, guys. Bye, Take Lyle. Care. There he goes, Lawrence InspectorsHockey.net at Specters Hockey on Twitter. Uh, Mark, you get to start us off because contractually we have to have a Patanza start off the shoutouts. That's true. Uh, I am very tired. Um, okay. But I will shout out, I, I don't know, John for being in Cancun, maybe. <laughs> maybe um, he's in Cancun or. <laughs> I think he's in Cancun. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in Cancun. Yeah, I haven't heard from him a lot. Hope he's okay. Hope he got home yeah. safe. He's supposed to come home today. Uh, he's he's been texting on other threads. Good, so good, good. He's good. he's okay. All right, good, perfect, love it. All right, uh, I guess that's it. I'm exhausted. One of my kids is up. Oh, spring break, yeah. Again, so yeah, this has been a rough week. They've they've both been sick for multiple days over this Jesus. time period. So my God, no, my mom used to give me hot toddies when I was sick, and I'd wake up a day later. I hey, mean, I was fine. I mean, don't get but me wrong. I've considered it. <laughs> Legally, he can't say he's done it yet. I have not actually given my five-year-old any alcohol, right. but I have. Why? What's, in your, what's in your eye? What's in your eye? Why do you keep blinking at us? Uh... I actually do need to go upstairs though, okay, because buddy. you know my kids are. Stupid. Well, if you want to pop off now, pop off now, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye, buddy. Have fun. There he goes. Jen, you got any shout outs? Mm, to Codeine. <laughs> Jesus. What the fuck? Is... <laughs> Last segment of the show is just drugs. Drugs and alcohol. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> oh, my God. Nah, I've, I've had a migraine for most of the day, and it was highly highly unpleasant so yeah shout out to whoever came up with codeine <laughs> perfect love it anything else mm, no okay 
um, a diss to this weather because I'm tired of fucking 10 inches of snow dropping in the early April. Fuck's going on. Um, shout out to Upper Deck Series 2 dropping. That's a new obsession for me now. I got to go buy those on payday. So, Luckily, that's uh, my birthday time, so I can just say it's an early birthday gift to myself. There you go. Hooray, guilt-free. And thanks to you for coming on on short notice. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good times. No problem. Good times, great memories. Um, <laughs> so that's it. For Gen HL History Girl and Mark with the C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. And this has been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction on the socials at FOHS Radio on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. For more, you can give us money. We'll give you things. It's a good time. Um, until we talk to you next week, uh, and uh, maybe Johnny will have some interesting Mexico stories, as they are wont to do. Um, and then, of course, Hudson will give us his book review. It's going to be a great time for everybody. A variety show that we've turned into. Uh, it's great. Love it. Till next week. Peace.